Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. About to go stupid again. She had a roof of the bitch. Hey, 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 hey. We're back. We are back. And when you're listening to this, me and the big fella will be about at Gimpy on our way down to the big smoke, ready to tear Brisbane a new asshole. The CBD better the watch CBD out. is getting a bit of you and me, brother. <laughs> yeah, we'll that's, be, that's we'll be chasing a few white lines. That's what we'll be McDoing. We'll be chasing yeah. a few white lines. No, nah, it'll be good, actually, way. because this comes out fucking Sparrow's fart, and I think we're <clears throat> getting we'll be, early. We'll be, we'll be the big gimp. When are we going to leave? About three in the morning, you reckon? Well, I'll leave here at three. Pick me up. Yeah, so about so four from Miranville. Fifteen, yeah. Anyway, dangerous fucking. We haven't got the clubs water Brisbane. anymore. Water being fucking three thirty-four. That's right. <laughs> but uh, passion fruits yeah. today. Yeah, on the passion fruits, we just punished about fucking on the six big point limes each. Uh, also, yeah. a bit of sour puss. Yeah, we the wet pussy we got on last time. The big fella sent in a heap of bottles. Shout out to him again, Danny, um, Danny Grant. Danny Grant, wet pussy. Now, this one's called the Sour Puss, Sour Grape Liqueur. I've always been a big grape-flavoured person of you. Same. I like grape-flavoured, like, grape like, yeah, well, you're, you're the grape vape. I mean, like, slushies and shit. I do oh, like, that's right. That's what I said. The enjoyed. ultimate party drink for me would be the old slush puppy flavours, cola and grape. I do like grape. That is a full shot. <laughs> nice. You also <laughs> like to fucking gape. Gape, grape. It all rhymes. Right. That's all prime. Should, <laughs> should we drill that? Cheers, mate. What's that? Ooh. Big fan of that. I could punish them. Mm. Wow. That is that's nice. that's uh that is tasty. Sour I reckon puss. that's almost better than the wet pussy. Oh, I reckon it is. 
Like that's a that's a typical lolly sort of water drink or whatever. But if you're talking party shots for the boys and you just want to bring a bottle to make it easy, mm. you could pour a heap of them and you could bang fucking two or three of them easy before you went out. Mate, imagine a little chaser with lemonade or something. That'd yeah, be perfect. Happy days. Righto. Uh, this episode of the Wednesday Wobblies proudly brought to you by Country Trucker Caps, as per usual. Knuckles, his lovely lady, and the team there. They do a great job. Jump on there. You know, they do a heap of designs that you can get around. They also do designs for, like, if you've got a, a party or if you've got a Bucks party, uh, all your work environment, something like that. If you want to get some lids for big lid, like, you know, it's great. It's good big stuff. Big round heads. Big round heads, little skinny heads. They fucking cater for everything and uh, yeah, do a good job. And there's no out there design that he probably won't print the big fella. No, nah, that's right. There's a few fucking good designs that he puts out there. That's why we get along with him so well. He's not afraid to uh, push the line a little bit, you could say. Yeah. And, um, yeah, have, have a good laugh. Also, go follow him on all the socials, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. He's on all of them. Got a great sense of humor. He's a great bloke. We've got some exciting things coming with him in the future. Their own little hats there as well, and um, we want to get the big fella on the show in the next in the next month or two as well. So catch his journey and everything about it. That's right, all about a bloke having a crack like we are, and that's exactly what he's doing. So, mate, yeah. my mouth is still a little bit warm. Yep, from yeah. the old yeah. So shout out to Two Brothers Barbecue. They uh, they sent us some peanuts, some award winning peanuts actually. Yeah. And so we had two flavours that we tasted. We didn't taste them live because the noise of someone chewing isn't exactly the best. So we give them a hit first. So we had hot honey chilli peanuts and mild mild honey chilli peanuts. Both unreal. Yeah, yeah. Both great. For me, for me and where my, like, heat scale is, I would pick... The mild honey chili peanuts if I was, like, going on a road trip or something. Oh, definitely. If you're jumping in a car and you got no water and you're hot honey, yeah, you'll, be that, drink, you'll be drinking out of the old side creek. But, hey, there's plenty of people out there that enjoy oh, yeah, uh, heat. That's right. Heat, there's, you know. There's some different breeds in the world where it can handle some heat. 100%. So, but, oi, flavor-wise, everything, they are fucking beautiful. So, yeah, shout out to Two Brothers Barbecue. Give them a look up. Mild honey chili peanuts and hot honey chili peanuts. Great stuff. Bagging's all good. Paper bag with a clear bit to look in. Resealable top. Yeah. Beautiful. Bang. Ten out of ten for that. So yeah, shout out to you guys. I'd love to do actually like like um cook with it. Like I said, like a satay chicken with like a peanut sauce and you had that heat already in there and use the honey with it. That'd be yeah. I reckon that'd be prime. Yeah. It was good to have a fucking taste anyway, wasn't it? I think they're down south on the coast, but yep. shout out to them anyway. Good stuff. Go go check them out. Two Brothers Barbecue. Uh, mate, before we get into the Wobblies today, I thought I'd read out a couple of yarns that got sent in. Yep. So this first one's from Carl. He goes, hey, guys, big K here. Big shout out from England, UK. Loving the podcast. Some top quality stuff. Great when I'm out in the road delivering food. Anyway, got a story for you. Middle of the shift, I get a delivery to go off and pick up some food. Get to the really, like, posh house. Pulls up and ring the bell. This cougar pops her head out, looks me up and down, opens the door fully, and she's got these fucking, like, watermelons popping out of her chest. Long fucking cat-like nails and are covered in makeup, doled up to the nines. Anyway, 
she doesn't have any tip money, so she asked me if I wanted to be sucked off. And I thought, <laughs> nice, bit of a free blowy. So she starts giving me a sloppy. After a while, she starts slipping her finger in me starfish. I just thought I'd let it happen because I didn't want this BJ stopping and you wouldn't know you wouldn't know it. Her nail broke in me ass. Anything ever happened, something like that to you boys? Big shout out. <laughs> Look after yourselves, big K. A fake nail. Yeah, or, or so a real she's nail. a big long fake nail. She's went to slip it in the digit and he's busted off in his doot. Heck. That's no good. That's that's never any good, is it? The big long nail up the doot? That's nah, just, that's no, right. Fuck like that off. Like when you're like batting for the other team in the girl side, the old lesbian. Mm. Surely you don't want those girls fucking with the big fake nails or anything. I heard a rumor that someone. I don't even know where I heard this. I don't even know why I know this, but it just popped in my head. Apparently, if they have like a long nail, they get the old um, the old rubber glove, and you put like a cotton bud on the end of it. Oh, and then fill the, the rubber gap. glove on, so it's like a fucking um, ah, a stopper. Fuck off, get a dildo. <laughs> but yeah, I don't oh, know. No, yeah, I guess. I've heard, I don't even know why that came into me brain. Yeah, just did. So that's some interesting facts there. Yeah, but anyway, shout out to Big K, copping the digit. <laughs> Hope you got that nail out, mate. <laughs> you notice when you were a smoker, you had the longer nails, um, and then when you were bored, you were chewing your nails. You were you a nail chewer? Chewer. Mate, I don't know if this is gross or not, but I don't actually cut my nails with a um Neither do I. I. I wait till they grow long enough. I just grab the end of them with yep. my mouth and I just peel the start yep. of it off and then I peel it off with my other with my other hand, hand and yep. then that's it. That's all I do. And my nail like look at my nails. Yep. They're sweet. Yep. But that that's what I do. When they grow a bit too long, I go right. And actually sometimes I only use my other nail, like my thumbnail to get it started. Yep. But I'll just peel them off. I don't no, I'm like the full grab with the mouth and then oh, yeah? I'll just give it the old swing little shift. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. But in the toes, I'll just, I'll just <laughs> use my hand. You don't use your mouth with the toes? Well, if I've got longer, <laughs> I've got longer um, fucking fingernails, yeah, yeah. I'll flick everything off with me. No, I, I can. I'll be forward anyway. I'm the same. I, I do my toes with my hands. Like, I, I don't. I'm not a, a toe clipper tool user. I, I've I, definitely used like the old steak knife to fucking get it going on the fu- <laughs> steak knife. No, like you're not like massive steak knife, like just your normal serrated motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, just to get just to get the old toe going. Because in yeah, work right. boots every day, the old oh, you got to keep them clean. The amount of duck butter that comes out of those bad boys, <laughs> ingrown ingrown toenails. Yeah, you How definitely got to fu- keep that clean. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh no! It must run in my family. I think the old boys that always had dramas like ingrown toenails oh, yeah. and stuff like that. They get and nasty, I, and I I get onto it quick before it's dramas. Mm. You can feel the nail fucking poking out the side. Yeah, yeah. For Getting sure. yourself a little mini surgery. Oh, dramas, mini surgery. Hundred percent. But anyway, shout out to Big K and the nail in his daughter. I hope you got that out, brother. Uh, one more here. Nathan said, "I pranked a mate." Ah, with an idea I was sitting on for near 10 years waiting for the right kind of cunt. Here's the story. Heck. Yeah, 10 years. That's a fucking long time to <laughs> wait on it's something. a decade. Literally a decade. Uh, a mate went through a phase where he wasn't answering or returning any phone calls from his mates. Almost felt like you only got a call from him when he needed something. Yeah. You know a mate like that. Uh, he, was on, he was on call one night and I thought, tonight's the night. 
At around 11 p.m., I wrote up an ad on Gumtree offering a free pet spider monkey for an adoption to the good to a good home. It went live around 3 a.m., and for the next five hours, his phone his phone blew up instantly. Every time he answered the phone, some overly enthusiastic insomniac was screaming, "I'm calling about the monkey." <laughs> He called me at 7 a.m. the next day. Naturally, I thought he must want something. On the other end of the phone was an absolute husk of a man claiming he knew it was me and begging me to please take the ad down. I told him I told him to answer when I call him. I told him to answer when I call him. I let it ride for another hour and took it down. Yeah, nice. That's a beauty. Didn't we? Didn't one of the boys get someone with a box trailer on the um, rural trader? Yeah, yeah. Back on, in the day. Mini trader. Mini so trader. The mini trader. And that's even worse because that gets printed. Printed. So printed. So you're almost ca- getting a copy from the news agents. Is just getting it. Yeah. You are getting it. It's like when I got done when the boys did the um, recruitment ad on Gumtree. Mm. Saying what construction workers in Sydney. <laughs> and put my number on it. Wow. Hey, shout out to Rassi from the port. Mm. It's about time I come clean with this. I hit him with the Gumtree ad used sex toys. That's right. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rassie trusted me, see. So he come to me the next week at work and he goes, Tommy. I said, yeah, what's going on, mate? He goes, some can't stitch me up here. I got a call the other day, this chick asking me about used sex toys. And I was like, oh, that's fucking <laughs> that's fucking." Weird. Someone actually rang him? Yeah, yeah. He was at dinner with his missus. And someone rang him about this double ender. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so is this you yeah, coming clean now? There's right me right coming. Now, yeah, right there's me coming clean right now. First time I've admitted it. Ah, uh, so, the rass. So love you, Rassy. That's for not coming to a fourth year party, your dog. Yeah, you grub. <laughs> you grub. But uh, yeah. Anyway, should we get into these wobblies? Heaps to get through. Yeah, we'll fucking we'll hit the first one, eh? Hey, g'day legends. Longy here from southwest Queensland. Um, yeah, the nickname speaks for itself. <laughs> Just got a bit of a carry-on for you. Just wondering if farting at the smoko tables are all right at work, you know? Bit of, bit of 50-50 around the place. Right on, lads. Stay out of yourself. Cheers, eh? Another one where it depends on the the timing Timing's a big thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. if all the boys are just hoeing into a quarter chicken, mid-mouthful and our mate just rips one, you'd be like, cunt. Oh, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where if everyone's finished and you're all sitting around telling yarns, fart, go for a fart. Oh, no, I've what do you some, reckon? Oh, I've been in some small crib rooms lately. <laughs> you want to get in and just have your feed and get the fuck out quick. And vape. Yeah. Just go vaping. Go vaping. Yeah, yeah. But that's right. Like, fuck that. But, you know, there's etiquette when it comes to fart. Yeah, like... It'd be room the, size. In the wash plant game... Farts to room size. You're yeah. almost having crib by yourself because you're doing a transition period with someone else to go yeah. on a different machine or back in the plant or something like that. Yeah, so yeah. So in that game, happy days. You're fucking solo farting. I that, drilled that this... the cunt for everyone else. Tell you what I did once, right? Mm. This bloke, so, you know... You, if you're in the wash plant game, you know that at the end of the shift, the etiquette to change you out off the loader or a dozer or something is pretty important. Like, you got to get there at a decent time to give our mate time to get back and leave, you know? That's right. Sometimes huh? you get these fucking grubs 
who come to swap you out and they've got a coffee in their hand and it's like pushing the limit and you're like, you have just gone and made yourself a coffee instead of coming to swap me out. So I saw him out one day. He was pushing the limits as it was, got out with a coffee and I was hold, I was saving this fart for when I left the cab because I was like, you know, I was like, I don't want to be a grub, but because he pushed the limit and I saw him get out of the cab with a coffee, I'm like, fuck you. I turned the heater on and dropped this thing, mate, and then just shut the door after, moved the seat all the way forward, tilted it all the way forward, moved the armrest forward, cranked the heater full fan, farted, and then shut the door and got out. Got out, said, see you, mate, just jumped in the car and took off. He would have got up there and he was just like, ah! On the radio. The arse espresso. But he would have opened the door and just got oost. oost. That's what you get. Don't be a grub. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. What's going on, you cock gobblers? <laughs> Name Scania, like the truck. But I don't break down as much. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Love the podcast. All you cunts are so fucking relatable. Most of my mates are blokes and absolutely love it as well. And, by the way, it does fucking wonders for me head noise. Anyway, I've got to carry on for you. There is so much fucking emphasis on women's mental health, abuse against women, violence towards women. Fuck me. There are thousands of support networks in Australia to support fucking women. It's like men aren't supposed to go through anything, deal with trauma, get physically and mentally abused. Have you cunts ever heard of a men's shelter? Nah, me neither. Anyway, I reckon it's bullshit. Needs to fucking change. Men should be allowed to speak up. As a Sheila, it pisses me the fuck off. If any of you blokes out there feel like it's not worth it, or you can't do it anymore, just think of it like this. You don't have to do an entire day of the head noise. You don't have to do another week. You don't have to do another year. You don't have to do another day. You just got to handle one more minute and make that minute count. Use that minute wisely. Call your mate. Call a doc. Call a TX helpline. Fuck me. Call your fucking mum. Every single one of you cunts were put here for a reason. Don't give up just for one more fucking minute. Anyway, I'll leave you with this. The ideal woman doesn't get hormonal, hates shopping, loves her body, isn't crazy, and doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> Hope you get fingered by an echidna, you cunt. <laughs> Is that a unicorn? What a fucking legend. Fucking shout out. You don't to get that's you right. And it's good to hear it from, like, um, a woman's perspective. perspective, like, fucking, she's even going, there's fuck all for us blokes. Like, no, that's right. Like she, that, we'll, we'll see. Obviously, she works. She, she she's obviously in an environment where she sees a lot of blokes probably, yeah, working away, trying to support a family. The missus is spending up when they're home, oh, when they're gone, dramas. I don't know. Like, she's, yeah, she's a pretty open-minded chick. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good that's to good. hear that perspective because, yeah, it, it's spot on. It's fucking, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, like I say, with this mining game and FIFO and stuff like that, there's people that are just there to help their family out and make the money and try get back home. There's people that are running away from something. They love working away because that's their only time. They get to fucking have a breather because it's yeah. all negative at home. 
there's so many situations why people do certain jobs and certain rosters and stuff like that. Mm. There was a there was a post put on the um the carry on page the other day saying about there was a bloke put a thing on there saying and he, I think he got misread. He put a thing on there saying it's a carry on. I think he was a bit aggressive with how he how he worded it, mm. but he put a thing on there saying it's a carry on if you choose to work away and then whinge about missing your family and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, some people don't have a choice. Some people, uh, and yeah. I'm like, I get where he was coming from, but he, it, it seemed like he was having a go at the whole community with uh, his post. But yeah, I, yeah. I think he was trying to say because because like I get where he's coming from. If you make your bed, you lay in it. Like you choose to work away and build yeah. yourself having to earn a certain amount of money, sweet. But, I mean, it's still okay to say I miss my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I get you. you, I get you, you yeah. know, but I think – and I think the post got taken down and whatever, and I sort of posted a thing saying, bro, I know where you're coming from, but this really seems like you're just trying to stir the whole community up because a lot of our community is mining people, you know. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that's like where I come from. I was whinging like that completely when I was out there. Yeah, yeah. But I like the operating part of it and mm. not being on the tools all the time. And there's nothing back home that's like that. Yeah. So I just put up with it. But I've realized, you, I real, I real, that's why my personal thing going, I've realized, well, you're pretty much, you're not happy either well, way. Well, what you did, which was the way it should happen, you whinged about it for long enough that you were like, fuck me, I'm whinging about this every single time I go out there. Obviously, it's not for me. That's right. And you went, see you later, bye. Peace to the Middle that's, East. That's right. And that's what the thing is where our mate's point was when he came on the thing the other day, which mm. I think was right but worded wrong, Yeah, which was if you choose to make that decision – and go and work out there and be away from your family. It's all good to fucking miss them and, and talk to other blokes about it, but don't always fucking be whinging about missing your family and being away because that's the choice you make. Yeah. I fucking miss my family all the time, but I choose to make that thing, and hopefully it's only going to be for another, you know, year or so. Yeah, yeah. But, but I feel sorry yeah. for people that are in a big city. Their f- kids are happy at school with their friends. Their missus happy with their friends group and got a good job down there. They're the poor cunt that's got a trade behind them, but nothing's going on besides a workshop job, and they got to fucking go all the way up north to work or or over the west. Yeah, that's right. And they, and they family, have to suffer because right. just to keep their family fucking happy because yeah. if that's what they've done as a career and they've met that person and that's how the family wants to go, their sporting's down there. That's They're, right. And that's when the sacrifices blokes make. Yeah. That some people don't fucking realise. Yeah, they don't realise. So, oh, mate, putting that post up the other day going, oh, you can just change it. Nah, mate, like you said, exactly right there. He, at the start, yeah, but that his kids, his two or three kids have built fucking year-long relationships with their friends. His, the fucking missus that stays there has built all got, these got friends Got family groups, there. Yep. Got the family there and that, and oh, mate, now he's over it. Now he's like, oh, I've had enough, but yep. what's he going to uproot his whole two or three kids, his missus, everything just to go and – no, yeah. he's not. The no. bloke is the fucking person 99% of the time that cops the shit so his missus and kids can have a better life, and that's the that's the way it is. And a lot of blokes are stuck doing that because they're like, oh, I want to try to get into this other avenue, but I need that money to back me up. Yeah. And then right. still spend time with the family, still trying to, like – Navigate, and that's that how people where, just get stuck in a rut, and then they go, 
nah, can't handle it, it's all over. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's when you have to have communication with your wife saying, hey, we need to save this amount of money up so I can give this a go and then we can move forward. This is where I want to go personally. But I think that's what you just said before. Yeah. That's a perfect thing to say. That's why blokes in that FIFO game are fucking stuck in there sometimes and it's not just as easy as change what you do. What we say a lot of the time is if you're not happy, leave. It's fucking sometimes, sometimes, too hard. sometimes it isn't that easy. Like, oh, you know. It, That's it, right. And if you're not a social person that can deal with fucking meeting new people, new jobs, like that can give people like, uh, mental health issues just going to a new job. Yeah, 100%. No, definitely. I don't know. But, well, but we're getting heaps of messages that- about cunts, um, like we need to help more blokes out. There's, there's that thing about mental health. There's people um, kill themselves all the time. Yeah, yeah. These are the conversations that we want to have saying, Yeah, yeah. You got to communicate. And I feel like, I feel like, like, we're all with you. We understand. Yeah, exactly. And like, like you said then, right, putting old mate in that, um, in that scenario where he feels like he has to keep working even though he's depressed. That's when, while you're at camp, right, I'm working away as well. I'm doing the same as you are, brother, right now right fucking now as well as doing this. Yeah. However, when I'm back in my camp room, I am doing things so that in a year's time, I won't have to be out there in my camp room. Yeah. So find something to put your energy towards while you're out in that camp room, while you're doing something, while you're on days off, to mean that you don't have to do it anymore. It might take you a couple of years, but if you feel like you're stuck in that role, you need to find yourself a way to get out of it. Yeah, and no one's going to help you. Like no one's coming to save you. That's like my favorite saying. No one's coming to fucking save you. So just you got to try and just fucking find a way to move yourself through that. And uh, yeah, but it is fucking tough, lads. Yeah, it believe it or that. But That's yeah. right. Moving on. Thank, thanks for the call there. Fingered by an echidna. That was a good ending. <laughs> yeah. of that. Moving on. Jam, Tommy. Randy Footlong here, the largest bar in Tagulawa. (laughs) Anyway, fellas, I walked into the old well-shot hotel in Ilfracombe, have a beer, and there's a bloke in there they call Big Dick Rick. He was fucking trouting that he'd been listening to this podcast and that he fucking could clearly outcock fucking Randy. Anyway, I walked up to this fucking big cunt. He was massive. And I've said, listen here, Rick. I said, how about we have a fucking sword off then, old son? And he said, righto. Well, we're going to do it the Ilfracombe way. So what's the Ilfracombe way? He said, if you have a cock off, you've got to fucking see how many roosters you can perch on your fucking cock. <laughs> I said, righto then. You supply the roosters, I'll supply the fucking sword. Anyway, poor big dick Rick. He got fucking two bantams. And three chicks on his fucking pecker. Fucking Randy, mate. I literally lined up four fucking big bantams and one chick. So all these fellas out there calling me out, if you can't at least perch four fucking roosters on your cock, don't even fucking try. Anyway, that's my fucking yarn for the week, cunts. Peace out. <laughs> Uh, the Ilfracombe way. 
So if you're about to call Randy out live, go and perch four bandoms and one chick on you and then have a go. Do we know the name of the bloke with the biggest cock? Randy. Besides Randy? No, like the human size. No, I don't know. We're going to have to look into it. Yeah, yeah. I know it's Randy. Like, well, I think it's Randy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're pretty Randy. original guy. Oh, I'm fucking whoever, biggest cock in Nigeria or whatever. Yeah. I think, like, well, all we can go off is Randy right now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Randy. Yeah. He's I've, a character. He's a fucking legend, Randy. Oi, I heard a sniff that Randy Footlong got on to CTC, got on to Knuckles, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're getting a cat made. Bullshit. Nah. Apparently, Randy Footlong has got on to CTC, Country Trucker Caps, and is getting Randy Footlong merch. So keep an eye out for that. For Maybe, a couple of hats. Yeah, a Randy Footlong hat. So fucking keep an eye out on the CTC TikTok page. I think we got tagged in something the other day. Yeah. Fucking uh, have a go at it. Randy Footlong. He's fucking working his way in. That'd be a wild hat, that fucking thing. <laughs> Moving on. G'day, boys. Vern here again. Um, just listening to the Wednesday Wobbly about being on the broom for the first two years of your apprenticeship. Well, that happened to me, but back in my day, we had to fill out a logbook. So, because I was doing the broom every day, I just wrote sweeping floor, and the next day was as above. The day after that was as above. And, and the supervisor come to check it to sign it off. He said that I need to put more detail in it. So, was sweeping floor with broom going backwards and forwards. The next day, as above, as above, as above. And then got in the shit for being a smart ass. <laughs> Couldn't fucking win. Anyway, boys, have a good one. See yous. How good, though. That's rough. What else do you want from the bloke? Exactly. That's prime. That's play on. If you're if you're trying to make a point saying, cunt, I'm sick of sweeping a floor, fucking play on. Right and sweeping floor. Yeah, or just... uh, with a yeah, right-handed glove mm. on. No. Nah. Play on, bro. Clean bristles. Like you said the other day, it's all about learning your place, starting doing that, but it comes to a point where it's like, oi, bud, I've been here a year and I haven't learned one thing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. right. Sweeping floor. <laughs> Moving on. Cheers, Vern. Yeah, g'day, boys. Dave right here from Victoria. Got a bit of carry-on for you. Yeah, is this right? As a bit of context to my yarn, I'm a pilot working in the South Australian outback, running charters and scenics out of a small aircraft to build up my hours to move on to bigger and better things, right? So anyways, one morning I head out to the strip, and it's that cold. My little fellow looked like a snail that's gone over a back of salt. It's absolutely bloody freezing. And anyway, I get to my aircraft, and the windscreen is absolutely covered in ice. So using my quick thinking, I see a squeezy parked up in the maintenance shed, besides a small garden shed, a.k.a. the pilot's lounge. So I grabbed that and I start scraping the ice off, which did two-fifths of fuck old. So like a real man would do, I gave up and I let the sun take care of business. <laughs> anyway, 30 minutes later, my mate, one of the other pilots, calls me over to show me all the scratches I put into the window because apparently the squeegee is not meant to be used for the window, which didn't really make sense to me. Anyway, little did I know I'd get a call from the boss later that Argo telling me how the windscreen would need replacing and cost around 8000 bucks. And that's how I got the nickname of Captain Scratch and Sham Wow. <laughs> when I got taken to maintenance, the bloke was able to buff it out, so it was all good. But what a shit way to start the morning, I tell you. Anyways, what's the worst thing you've done at work or you've gone, I've really fucked up this time? Alrighty, boys. Love your work. Davo. Biggest work fuck up. I, Davo, I haven't, like, um, 
I don't think I've done like a huge fuck up, but over the years I've got a shocking thing. Like I'm not a dumb person, but I will say things before I think about them sometimes. Like I've said things over a two-way, man, over my years where I have thought these people who have just heard me say that (laughs) would think I'm the dumbest cunt on earth. Yeah, yeah. I just say it and then I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot. You know what I mean? But I don't think I've done something catastrophic at work. I remember you had a beauty where you knocked the fucking fuel. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. That's my my biggest fuck up, I think. That was a beauty. So someone changed out the quick fill on the side of the tank of the loader and they actually put um, a longer one in so it stuck outside of the fuel tank. And I was cleaning the grizzly up. And didn't nick. So the grizzly is a. Grizzly. It's like a mesh. It's like a big mesh plate on the top of a big bin where, where you put trucks, coal into. Trucks will throw coal. And into. coal goes down and goes onto a yeah. conveyor belt just and, to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's bigger rocks, and you got to clean the grizzly off after you've done a fair few loads. Yeah. And stuff like that. And I didn't nick one part of the load. I was just backblading, but and there's a concrete wall there, obviously before it goes up like the conveyor into the plant. Yeah. And I've touched the side of the quick fill and drained a thousand liters onto the ground. <laughs> and um, you couldn't have done that if you tried. Like, as in, there must have been ten mil of fucking that fitting hanging out of the machine body. Yeah, and I remember it was only three days before they changed that out because it was playing up or something. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, and that's what happened. I've somehow I've just just, just nicked, emptied it out that thousand liters back blade the cunt. Put a new quick fill on it, fuel the cunt back up, and we're off again. Say it was 19 litres and off you go. Yeah, yeah. Bit of dust suppression. The plant probably floated better with diesel. Every mine site on earth, every oil spill that's ever happened has been 19.9 litres because you have to have over 20 litres to report it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, I'm but not diesel saying... diesel would be probably a bit different on the pad. Oh, yeah, I'm going not, into a wash plant I'm anyway. not saying which site this was or anything. No. But I've seen a joint once where... So a TLO, it's called a train loadout. Yeah. And so coal goes under a big bin, and then that's when the trains come under and the valves open and close, right, to fucking let coal in and out to load load the train wagons. Just trying to explain it to people who don't really know. And uh, anyway, one day this fucking coal valve just let go that on the knife gate valves yep. and was just showering the joint in oil, like just raping the whole TLO in oil. Went over there looking around. Everyone's looking around going, holy fuck, there's a bit going on here. And we went, what do you reckon? Sure enough, oh, mate. What do you reckon, boys, 19 litres? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 19. <laughs> bit of fucking rust prevention. I but, remember... Uh, um, Oh, I don't know what I'll say it. But anyway, I'll just say this. We had a bit of a leak closer to the water. <laughs> and when he said, oh, that's dolphin friendly. <laughs> Remember that dolphin friendly oil? Yeah, some dolphin. eco oil. Yeah, eco oil. Eco oil. Yeah, yeah dolphin right. friendly. Don't worry about it. It's like krill oil. Krill oil. Yeah, yeah that's right. Fish oil. It's not a capsule, but it'll fucking get there eventually. That's right. Right. Should we move on yeah. before we incriminate ourselves? Yeah, but I don't know about, yeah, any more fuck-ups. No. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I don't know. I think I think that was, the, like, we've had plenty of just little ones, but I mean, like, I remember, ones. I actually, I do remember, it was a close call, a near miss, I'll call it. <laughs> I, um, I had my skid steer ticket, but I wasn't passed out on site, 
and yeah. I was my last day at this joint, and I went and put magnetite into the fucking pit so the plant could float. People that don't know what magnetite is, Tommy can explain it because I've had a few drinks. Mate, it's a, it's a hard one to explain, but pretty much a wash plant to float coal in water. You need, you need to make the water. You need to make the water more dense to be able to float coal. So you need to make the water heavier than the coal is to make certain things float. So anyway, this is a heavy fucking product. It's not like picking up a bucket of coal. So this fucking bobcat, I didn't know because I never drove the cunt before. Mm. That's what the bucket had on a day before. Yeah, and put a bigger bucket on it. No. Yeah, so you're getting more. You get more, more volume yeah, for this yeah. little bobcat. I've gone and taken a full bucket. Comes storming up to this pit. That's steaming two, in, steaming in three <laughs> meters deep, and I've just it was foot controls. It's a bobcat brand. Yeah, their foot controls. A lot of people be going, yeah, get what you mean. Yeah, but anyway. And I've just tipped her, and the whole fucking thing is just <laughs> endo endoed into the pit. And lucky, I had, me, I, had me, I had me wits about me, and I pulled the lever to pull in, me into reverse, Holy and the bucket, f- bucket clipped the concrete pile on, and fucking um, sent me there. And I freaked out that much. I climbed out that little window between the fucking <laughs> bucket in the air. Did you? Yeah. And then hosed the magnetite from the bucket because it was like pretty much vertical into the pit. Holy fuck. I hosed the fucking bucket and then let the bobcat um, go back horizontal. And I called old mate freaking out going, I'm not even signed off for this cunt. You need to get over here. Yeah, and fucking yeah. grab this bobcat, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll be there in a minute." And as he come, the thing just flipped back into its fucking horizontal position. He goes, "Holy fuck, you mad cunt!" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, had a bit on there." Wow. Yeah, you would have had. Safe a bit to on. say, the next couple of fucking places I went to, I went very slow up to the magnetite pit because <clears> it is a heavy material. That's right. Yeah, it is very heavy. Right, moving on. Well, actually, I think we we're on the. What's going on, legends? Have I got a fucking carry on for you fellas? Not too long ago, I was driving home in the truck with the apprentice, which I might add, he's fucking 55 years old. Fucking does more my fucking hooter than Snoop Dogg and drinks like a fucking fish. Now, on our way home, we're talking about uh, some weird shit, space and fucking Elon Musk and all that sort of shit. And all of a sudden, this cunt turns to me, and no word of a lie, he was truthful, and he swears by it, that he knew Elon Musk fucking personally. Proper personally, he had his email, his fucking P.O. box, and they communicate all the fucking time. And I was like, oh, come on, cunt, fucking give it a rest. Like, stop having me on, you stupid fuck. He goes, no, 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 I'm serious. um, He wants to know my theories about space travel. Because I know how to get to the fucking moon quick. What the fuck, Nell, cunt? What's this motherfucker smoking? Must be good giving some fucking noise. Anyway, the cunt got out of the truck. He was dead set serious that he knew Elon Musk. Anyway, the next morning, I heard on Nova 106.9, it's a Brizzy radio station, it's pretty big down here, and those fellas in the morning, they had a job in a jobber. So I fucking, I was like, fuck it, you get a prize too if you win. So I rang up, fucking... Explain the story I just explained to you fellas. They couldn't stop fucking laughing, and guess what? I fucking won a $300 Woolies voucher, got myself some beers, 
<laughs> and that was the end of that. But I also found out that week, the end of that week, I fucking hit him up about it again. The cunt didn't even remember what the fuck he said to me because he was off his fucking chops. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> fucking hell, let us know if that's a carry on. Oh, that wow, is that's fucking funny, isn't it? Heck. Oh, mate, it was just fucking tripping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking out his doot. Can't you get some of those compulsive liars, man? That's right. If There's you get a stuck, bloke. You get stuck in that rut of lying all the time. Dude, they're like, it's a you fucking. You don't almost believe it yourself. Mate, it's an actual thing right there. I'm not saying where or when we saw it because it'd give everything away, but there's a bloke right out there that. A lot of us have worked with, let's just say, yeah. that he gets in himself. And, and when you first hear him, because he's so confident in, in what he's talking like, mm. you go, righto, like this bloke's fucking, that's pretty loose. But every single story he tells, this dude, is wild. Like he hasn't just had a normal scenario. Everything you bring up, he's got a loose story about it. And you go, yeah. after like a week with him, you go, this is not possible. Like, not every motherfucker has got a loose story about fucking every single topic. And you go, yeah, this yeah, dude's yeah. a compulsive liar. And you're like, and talk to a couple of other people about it who know a bit more about it. It's like they get themselves into this thing where they start believing it themselves and they get onto, like, a fucking path and just keep oh. rolling and fuck. It's it's difficult to work with blokes like that, though, because you're just like... But I hate on. to be that bloke because they go... How about that story? And then they can't like bring it back up, you know, like a couple of years later. Yeah, remember that story what the fuck you were telling, telling us about? <laughs> yeah, they have no idea and, what you're talking about. And they about. can't explain it again to old mate, the new fella that's come here. Yeah, because they and just you're made like, it up. Oh, caught you out, brother. Yeah. But nah, anyway, moving on. G'day, boys. Just been getting around the podcast. Bit of a fresh listener. Been on in the last couple of weeks. Fucking love it. You guys are epic. Friday night, tucking into a couple of red cans. WA here, down by Mugger River. A couple of emus. I don't yeah. know if this is a carry on or what, but I got invited to this going away dinner and I went round to it. You know, I wasn't even hungry. Had a bit of a feed. Had a good night. And then, fucking, what do I get a week later? I get sent. They've divvied up. The shopping list. Oh. And sent everyone an invoice oh, for $9 fucking 80. You're kidding. I mean, that's no fucking barbecue. Let us know what you think. I mean, I love what you boys are doing. I've, I've recently just done the old job change after 16 years. Fucking wow. best thing I ever did. Anyway, okay. keep it stiff, boys. Bye-bye. After 16 years, that's a fucking... What's that? The old job change. Yeah. yeah Good no. on you, brother. I hope it's all going well for you. But, yeah, that, that is, um, that's a fucking joke. Yeah, it's 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 weird these days. Like, I'm, I'm not even talking about the barbecue situation, but, like, if you're going out to tea in the bigger cities now, it's one payment at certain places. So people have got to have an account. Someone's got to have an account. And everyone transfers their money of their meals to it. It gets messy. Yeah, if you're, yeah if, but, it, but let's just not don't make it too complicated. Let's talk about you going to a barbecue. Like oh, you're talking that's about. right. Yeah, you bring you bring, bring something. A, bring something. Bring something. 
Ask, that ask before you go, going, what do you need, mate? Exactly. That's exactly right. Like, because we can't, we don't overcomplicate things. Because, like you said, there's that that whole situation. But if you're talking barbecue, you go, righto, brother, what do you got? He yeah, might yeah. say, mate, I've got a heap of sauce, I've got a heap of fucking um, steaks. And you might go, righto, I'll bring the salads or whatever. And then old mate might go, I'll bring the snags. Old mate goes, I'll bring the fucking. Um, I don't know, Coblo for beforehand. I'll bring the nibblies. You know, you got to communicate with each other. That's what it's all about. You yeah, can't, well, I'm pretty good sake. with my friends' group. Like, we got the bread roll man. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we know he's bringing the bread rolls. Well, like, like he, the last couple, he's he's brought the bread rolls, overcompensated, about to throw <laughs> the cunts out. Yeah, yeah. Bless him. Yeah. We've got the two meat boys. Yeah, They're yeah. doing the meat. Yeah, They're doing yeah. the meat. Don't worry about the meat. Fucking meat's coming. Fucking meat's coming, <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah. And then we've got the fucking vegans. No, we've got, yeah. got the salad makers. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah, it's easy. It is and easy. Bring you your own, and then bring your own piss. You just need to communicate. Bring your own piss. Happy days. In saying that too, though, if you're putting on a big feed and you know ev- everyone's coming, you ask people to bring a few things, but I like to put it on the the feed, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you've yeah. got all your close mates coming, you go, "Oh, Ibrahim, bring this or bring that." You know, what is? Oh, but I could never. This, this is my thing with the inflation these days. I just tried to do steak burgers the other night for I don't know who it was. Like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a, a big. It wasn't in the twenty people. It was like a twelve fifteen mark. Mm. It was like two hundred thirty four bucks, and I didn't even buy the bread rolls. Yeah, that's loose. It it's just crazy to even. Yeah, yeah. Like that's fine, but I want to start doing this every week, like like every couple of weeks. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and you want to and you want to see each other and all that. That's why you do the. You just got to communicate. And then there's certain groups that have never put on a barbecue, and you're constantly putting it on. Yeah, no, nah, that's right. You got to just got to communicate. Be like, right, eh? What's everyone doing? Bring something each. Yeah, yeah. Easy as that. The old last minute rock up. I wasn't eating. Gets there, eat three just burgers. Pounds it. Yeah, yeah. I love those ones. Yeah, the grubs. <laughs> Yeah, those crops. Moving on. Boys, how you going? Lovely shit talk going on. Just wanted to say to Randy Footlong, you may have the biggest dick in Warwick or the biggest cock on Air's Rock, maybe even the biggest wiener in Serena, but I have the biggest shot long in Wollongong. And if you don't know where Wondilagong is, it's in the Vic snowy high country, so it's cold as fuck all year round here. But it doesn't worry my big fella. Now, <laughs> about the egg and bacon bloke from Two-Headed Tasmania. It's bacon and eggs, you clown. <laughs> but here's another one for you. They call it a egg and bacon pie, or is it bacon and egg pie? And if you've never had one, fuck off. And don't comment on it. Also, get rude on, boys. Get rude on. Get him 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 on. Oi. Whenever the words bacon and eggs are in the same sentence, it's fucking bacon and then eggs. But I had to um, little have a little think then with the pie situation. Bacon, egg, pie. You never heard that before, have you? I don't know. I Bacon and egg McMuffin, bacon and egg fucking... I, we don't have... If you go to a bakery here where we are, I'm not saying everywhere else I don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying what we walk into, 
It's not well, like you net, just, oh. you just, it's not like you roll in and see a bacon and egg pie. The closest thing where I am right now is a Ned Kelly Ned pie, Kelly, that's what, which yeah, has yeah. mince, bacon, egg, cheese over the top. It's my fucking favorite pie on earth. Honestly, it's beautiful. I couldn't think of anything worse than a pie with egg in it. But anyway, righto. When you come and pick me up, actually, we'll be at Gimpy by now. When you listen to this, yeah, yeah. we're going to be having one because I want to take you to the servo. That Star Roadhouse. Right. I want you to have I'm a good Kelly get a pie. backup pie, ladies and gentlemen. You get no, bro. I'm telling you, it is a fucking good pie because it right. has it has all the other shit in it. Still, it's just got a like a. It's not like it's a rubbery runny egg. It's not a rubbery. No, it's fucking just nice. It has a. It's a good flavour. Right. So, we'll 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 try Ned Kelly out. But what he's saying, I at the moment I'm shitting on the side of the road or fucking. That'd be good content it, anyway. It. But I just think. Um, Whenever bacon, whenever a bacon and an egg is in the same sentence, bacon is before egg. Yeah, it's just how it is. It's meant it? to be. It's the, just how the it pigs is. and the chickens are meant to get on. Like I've said from get go, it's like saying chips and fish. It sounds fucked, doesn't it? It's fucking yeah, fish and it's, chips. It's, it's like saying chips. pepper and salt. No, it's salt and pepper. It's the same. It's bacon and egg, salt and pepper. Fish and chips. I'd love to know another Mum and dad. I'd love to know another language and then hear, like, them arguing about this in another language. Going, calling, fucking, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try and mock it. But, but see, I don't know if other languages are as complicated as English is, though, because we've got such weird shit in our language. Yeah, they say English is a hard language That's what I mean. I think other languages are much more simple with, like, just getting to the point of something where we can just fuck it around so much. That's like, what I, I mean. I don't know if they got proper slang and shit like how we do. No, they wouldn't. We're, we're, yeah, well, you never know. They could. They could. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Well, I remember I was getting massaged a few weeks ago, and I thought I heard the same word, like a humming noise in Thai or whatever, for like talking to the other person that was in the other room. Mm. And I'm like, you just said, I don't think I've heard three different like words change. But obviously they were having a full conversation, then giggle, and then start again. True, they're probably talking about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fucking white little, boy. Little, little cock. Yeah. Little cock. <laughs> big big white boy. Little leg, big cock. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm He's so tight. <laughs> Boys, how you going? Love the podcast and all the work you're doing and uh, all the promotion and the good talk is do about blokes that have got bad headspace and everything, or head noise, whatever you just want to call it, is uh, make everything a relief to fucking deal with just listening to people call up and talk to you about stuff. He's ever thought about putting on a live show or doing a live podcast in front of a few people, audience where he's hanging a bit of shit on people and answer a few questions in front of everyone. Uh, it'd be good if you could, or if you did try to do it. I'm sure you get a shitload of blokes there. Cheers, fellas. I um, I, I definitely like, like really love the idea of this. And, like, it's Wednesday now. Like we said three times now, we're at Gimpy by now, and we're on our way down the coast. Now, we'll be recording an episode, hopefully, if it falls out, it does. If it does, it doesn't. But we'll be recording a few episodes down there. First one with the bloody brilliant beers, boys, which will be coming out Friday. And the After Party podcast, 
which I don't know when that's coming out, but recording a few episodes and um, a few ourselves. And yeah. if we had a bit more time, I was actually talking to Darcy about it, saying we could have almost just done a live episode from the Caxton with the BBB boys and after party and just had like a bit of a stall there, the heap of microphones yeah, yeah. on the piss, interacting with the crowd. You know, I think our biggest problem is we live in bumfuck. So it's not like you just get a live crowd and there's a heap of people there. So I think it's something you but have to organise. It's definitely something we're going to grow into, I think. Oh, definitely. Like we've talked about this smoking event that we're going to maybe run end of this year, early next year. That's right. And we'd love to do a live event with people on the cook fucking getting their yarns, telling us to fuck off. We'll let you know exactly. what we think of I- old, mate. And I think moving forward, if it is set up in a – pub atmosphere or something like that where you can keep the noise down, have a bit of a laugh. Like, if you've listened to a lot of live stuff, podcast-wise, it's a very hard dynamic to fucking well, listen to. That, that's right. You, you're so you've got to be about, in a perfect situation. That, that's exactly right. Like, you can tell you're old talking... mate to shut the fuck up and he will and not old mate's fucking... Um, what's the word in, com- in comedians? Yeah. They're, they're, they're after that's you. Right. Heckle, like, heckle. You're talking about if you got got 100 blokes and they're full of piss and you got fucking six blokes up the front on a stand talking shit on a microphone, if there's 20 blokes in the crowd talking amongst themselves and that, it's not really a thing. So, Well, that's another thing. We wouldn't upload it in that situation. No, you wouldn't. It'd you just wouldn't, be a thing. You, you wouldn't even have the mics. It, well, you'd have the mics, obviously, so they can hear you. On the speaker. You. But yeah, that's right. You wouldn't upload it. No, you wouldn't. So It'd that's a good. A... That's a good point. I'd love to do that. Yeah, exactly. Like the heckles, that'd be great. Yeah, like be... sometimes you'll probably roast the fuck out of me, and Oi, maybe and in that Oi. little minute, I might have you. Oi, but that's when it it gets a bit looser because she's that's, nothing yeah, recorded yeah. and she's on. Like it's live. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's, Phones a, in that's the a great point, mate. Make yeah. sure you're there for it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Because that's but, not that is not something you'd upload. But talking to Darcy and that from the like BBB, BBB I think it's definitely a thing. Not this time, but I think in the future that we could probably go down to the Caxton and organise like a live event at the pub or something like that. And this is me talking at me ass, but we could probably line something like that up with the BBB boys and the after party lads. Have a big fucking night there where we just have a live podcast, even if it isn't recorded. Come with your questions and that, and we just fucking have a good time. Like, yeah, line up a comedy club where it's set up. That's in that right. Situation, yeah, be a good time. But anyway, I'm definitely open to that sort of shit in the future, bro. It's just um, it takes a bit to organise when you live in CQ. <laughs> Not bad up here, but oh, it's good, fucking good. Moving on. Oh, hi, fellas, Jimmy Pliny. Class in Western Sydney. She might be hung like an eagle, but I go like a fucking sewing machine. Just a little uh, nickname rant for you. Got one for the young bloke, the apprentice to start working with this. His name's Logan, but we started calling him Dylan. And you think about it, D-Y-L-A-N. Every time he comes back from take, we, tape, we ask him, did you learn anything? And he goes, nah. <laughs> that's where Dylan come from. Thanks, boys. Keep out of yourselves. I've never heard that. You learn anything? That's good. Did you learn anything? Nah. <laughs> that is awesome. Anything is one word, by the way, too. I was thinking, where's the T come in? But anything. Yeah. Did you learn anything? That is great. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. 
Shout out to Dylan. That is fucking good, isn't it? Holy, I'm going to hit a few with that. Oh, fucking nice. Did you learn anything? I, I remember being a young, smart-ass cunt. When I go back to the tradies, did you learn anything? No, keep your hands in your pockets because old love was going to kick you down the stairway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Out in the fucking, what she used to say, out in the fucking sea breeze, out in the hallway or something. Oh, I don't know. I won't, I won't say her name. <laughs> she fucking went on fucking stress. Tommy and Cam, you fucking slippery gypsy cunt. Hey. Got a good carry-on for you. Hopper. So, uh, you boys, I was listening to a few old uh, fucking podcasts there. You boys talking about when your missus went into labour and had to go for a C-section. So uh, my missus had a similar thing happen. So uh, down there she went into labour. She was banked up for a couple of days. I had a little happy station set up down in the NASA 3. I'd go down there every now and then, smack myself in the face with an orchie bottle. <laughs> bit of an attitude <laughs> adjustment. Anyway, I went down there, had a bit of attitude adjustment, come back up and into the hospital. And, uh, yeah, fucking had to have a borry, went into the toilet, went in there, I was having a shit. Anyway, I looked on the wall, and there's all these gloves on the wall. Anyway, I was like, oh, yeah, what's going on here? Missus is carrying on outside, you know, in labour. <laughs> anyway, lo and behold to me that the specialist team had come in while I was in the shitter. I'm looking at the wall there, and there's these arm-length gloves. Anyway, uh, I thought, yeah, this would be a bit funny. I'll put some of these arm-length gloves on that come up to your fucking shoulders. Uh, might steal a few too because I'm a bit of a cattle farmer. Um, you know, pull a few cars with them. Anyway, put a couple on. Me uh, Finish me shit. Put a couple on me fucking arms. Open the door, kick the cunt, and uh, said, righto, that's enough. Let's get this fucking kid out. Lo and behold to me, the specialist team had walked in for an emergency C-section. There's 12 fucking doctors and nurses in the room. Turn around, swing around at me, look at me like I'm a fucking idiot, I am. Look at me like I'm a fucking idiot, and uh, I've got these gloves on the guard on my shoulders saying, look, enough of this fucking around. Made a bit of cunt of myself. Everyone had a bit of laugh. I had to go back down and smack myself in the face with an orchid bottle again. Anyway, keep going on the podcast, boys. You're a fucking ripper. You're doing a good job. Love it. That's it. That's fucking, That's fucking awesome. Imagine that coming out going, let's get this fucking thing out. And they're yeah. all in there just spin around at you. Not one hint of fucking humour in them at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fucking excellent. Yeah, that's good, man. I, I still remember, like, that might even be... And that's what I'm really missing from comedy movies these days. Have you seen, a, like, I've said this, I think, a couple no, of weeks ago. No, I have not seen a good comedy movie. No. Bring it back, you woke cunts, fuck the crude, off. The crude shit. The, the, the crude. shit that's, like, offensive sort of stuff. Like, and it's I just a movie, not, though. I do not like stupid funny. No. Someone falls off something, yeah, dumb cunt. Yeah, yeah. No, like, like. I, I need that crude. Like, for example, like, I think I've told this yarn before, but, like, when my missus was in there with, um, with Evie, my daughter, I, I knew how the old gas system worked, right? So because yeah, I just yeah. pounded it when the person came out the last time, but I haven't hit how I hadn't hit the old fucking gas in a while, and the mobile bottle apparently doesn't have the same sort of restrictor as the as the one on the wall. Yeah, so it right. hits you pretty hard. 
Anyway, so because the missus had to get all stitched up the second time with the C-section, she had to get her, her wound like irrigated and shit and it was pretty full-on, real painful sort of thing. So anyway, this fucking nurse has wheeled this, um, wheeled this bottle in, right? And I'm just like, right, this is my time to shine. Like we're like, this is second kid, had a girl. I'm like, this is probably us, you know what I mean? This might be us. Might be my last time to drill free gas at the hospital. So I'm like, I'm on. Just grab this mouthpiece, bro, and just because I'm like, I've probably got a 30-second window, you know what I mean? So I'm just hoovering this thing. Just put it on my mouth, just going. (laughs) Just reefing it, probably more than I should have. I should have just had a couple of goes on it. Anyway, third go in, I'm starting to feel like, holy, right, I need to fucking chill out a bit here. Just as I've poured it off my mouth and I've grabbed both bars of this bed, the nurse has come in. She's like, right, hey, let's get ready to do this thing. And I'm just peeled out. My knees are touching and my arms are just holding onto the bed frame. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> this <laughs> yep. is the mobile one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I right. just, just pounded it and like just sort of – it, it's not it's not loose, but it sort of it it puts you into a bit of a like a. Well, I remember a having a fair few cracks at it, and I, I, I was just like fucking trying to suck start a freightliner or something. Mm. Like I was fairly into it, and just nothing. Nah, I, I that that time I don't. I know thought I had it, it turned up and everything, and my old girl was up me because she came in to see fucking the partner, I don't know. and, and, and my mother in law was laughing. And well, I don't know because it was like I, I don't know if it was because I was standing up. And the situation that maybe made me just just freak out a bit and move a bit or something like that. Yeah, I um, reckon. Because I've had it other times where it hasn't been like that and it makes your voice a bit deeper. Like it makes the, the missus' yeah, voice deeper. Yeah, yeah. But I just remember and – but, oi, I, I was – sucks. I, it was like I was trying to pull a fucking golf ball through a garden hose. Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, oi, i got 20 seconds here. might be the last time in my life and just went <laughs> – yeah, I just yeah, tried to yeah. drain the bottle, though. Well, I've talked to a few girls, and they go, it's all fucking bullshit, does nothing. It's just a fucking bite, little bit of a bite toy to fucking, because it doesn't ease the pain. Oh, no, oi. And I can't even comment on no, that. No, no, that's right. All yeah. I'm saying is I'm not someone to say, oh, that fucked me, man, that thing, if it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying my knees were together. And I was holding onto the bed frame for five seconds facing the other way till I come good and could help. So what we're saying here, blokes, is stick to the Augie bottle in the fucking car park is probably going to do a lot better for you. Nah, what I'm saying is have a go at it. Oh, when have a go, but if you want a good release in that stressful time. Yeah, Orchie times, bottle. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to Orchie bottle. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. an Orchie? Like the orange juice. Yeah, 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 nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you pretty much just nicknamed it the Augie bottle. Yeah, yeah. That's but, how cunts used to fucking throw the straw in it boys, with the pingers that, up your ass. That uh, that fucking gas, like if you, I you didn't rate it. I didn't rate it. No, but I mean you can have a go. At oh, it, definitely. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. That's if the biggest thing if, ever. If you're a bloke That's out your there, submission. yeah, exactly. Free shit. If you if you're <laughs> in there with your missus while you're fucking around for ten hours in labour and she's over there rolling on the medicine ball and she and you're like ten yeah, showers, good girl, good work, darling. You know you're being supportive. Grab yeah. that thing and suck the guts out of it. Like, what's the harm? They're giving it to a pregnant woman. It's not going to fuck you up, bro. <laughs> You know what I mean? And if anything, hopefully it does. Pound it into the earth. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking upper. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to Orchie Bottles. Boys, how you going? Good, bro. The old stinky ass in the long grass here. (laughs) Uh, I've got a good one for you. I want to see if you've um, had any like this before. 
I was in the crib up the other day uh, waiting to go for the shitter. And uh, while I was waiting there, there's only one shitter. This uh, bloke walks out of the shitter that I was going to take, and he goes, mate, she's like a bloody used dildo in a dam in there. She's one foot long, stinks like shit and fucking floating. <laughs> and I thought it was a fucking pisser. Right, I keep it up, fellas. Catch it. A used dildo in a dam. One foot long, stinks like shit and floating. Wow. So obviously she, the, the cunt didn't flush. Must have. Must have not flushed. Mm. Would have been off him. Anyway. <laughs> Good yarn, but. How are you, boys? It's Jay. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast for a while. I just thought I'd ring you up and let you know about some chariot we've got going on at work. Anyway, I'm a trainee, and as you know, trainees love to talk a bit of shit, and we love to give each other a bit of stick. Well, one of our trainees has taken it personally, Gordo, had a winch to his fucking missus, right? And the missus has actually rang up the boss and said that he's upset and hurt. Now, what sort of beta bullshit is that? We all give each other shit at work. We don't take it personally. But to get your missus to call up and be like, oh, leave him alone. He's getting upset. Why would you say things? Uh... You don't mean to him. Like, come on, mate. You're fucking joking (laughs) me. Like, he's fucking 35 years old and he's getting his wife to call up. Anyway, boys, love your podcast and fucking uh, have a cracker. Take it easy, boys. This is my only thing here. Like, it's a different story of old mates come home and he's like, oh, I'm sick of these cunts. I'm fucking nearly at me wits end, rah, rah, and she's taken it upon herself to ring. But if he has actually got his missus to ring up, then he can go and fuck off. Because I'm in. I'm under the opinion where if you have a problem with the lads on your crew... You go up to them and be like, boys, I'm fucking over this. Righto, the, the, the fun's finished. I'm, this is where I draw the line, rah, rah, and you move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You don't involve the missus. But I can see a lot of people's missus taking it upon themselves to ring up. So, But there's some, yeah, there's some alphats out there, and they're just like the little fucking, there's some weaker blokes in this society Mm. And their missus just doesn't give a fuck. They're going to call every gun out. But, but that's beta as fuck. But, that, but that's what I mean. That though. is the Boy, pinnacle this, of beta. It, it definitely you're is. You're a male. But this is what I'm getting at. Old mate mightn't have wanted to cause any problems. But I don't, want to, the, I don't bring work dramas back to me. Missus. Neither do I. Neither do I. So that's, that's a different situation I'm not used to. See, oi, and this is probably this is probably a problem with blokes. Like us saying we don't bring problems back to our missus. That's a part of how blokes bottle shit up. You know what I mean? How we say we don't fucking talk about shit. No, that's where I ring you and spray you about. Yeah, oh, mate, it yeah, pissed me yeah, off at work. Yeah, yeah. But that's probably a problem where a lot of blokes don't have someone like you or I do each other, and they and they go home and then they unload on the missus or whatever about it, and then she thinks, "Fuck this, oh, I'm ringing the fucking the boss or whatever," and it does more damage than fucking anything because old mate goes, "Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, that's yeah, that's a loose situation." And you never know where they're at. Smaller workshop or completely different game altogether. I like think a Tyler and there's only two of them or three of them. Like, and I don't know if this is sexist or whatever, but I think when it comes to bloke stuff, fighting in particular, I cannot stand it when a chick tries to get in between two blokes having a blue. That's that's a huge thing. 
I, I can't um, stand it, mate. Um, I listened to a podcast the other day, very controversial podcast. They reckon he's the new Alex Jones. Um, don't even know if I should be saying this, but um, that Andrew Tate is on the full nail, boys. Yeah. If you know what I'm on about, boys, you've listened to him. He's got heaps of mixed views. He's wild as fuck. But one thing I took out of him, he goes, I don't hold me girl in the street in America or he's got... He doesn't he's what, got, sorry? Hold hands with his girl in the street. Yeah, right. Because if shit goes down, she's holding his weapon, his only weapon a bloke's got, his yeah. right hand. Like he just, he, That's what he said. He goes, I don't hold hands with girls. Because if shit goes down and she ho- grabs onto it, like frightened... Yeah, but you can pull out of a girl's no, grip pretty oh, easy. Well, what happens if old mate's already got 10 on you? He's quick as fuck. No, but I mean, if you're holding hands with a chick and someone runs up... No, you but you don't understand what a girl's doing. They could grab onto it scared and, like, lock, like pull yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. I know you can get out of it, but you might have 10 on you, stabbed, shot, you never know. Yeah. That's what all I'm saying. He goes, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. hold hands with a fucking woman, which, yeah, I, I, which I thought was a carry-on too. Yeah, yeah But like I understand that. in those hostile environments with people, like Australia, you're pretty right, but in America it this might be what, a bit different or UK. This is what shits me with chicks. Right? But you don't want – I've seen it before. Chicks just get involved, get in the fight, and the partner ends up hitting the chick. Dude, bro, so when, when a bloke and, – and it's normally pisses involved, right? There's normally two blokes that are blind. Yeah, yeah. You are when you are in a fight. It's nearly like the old eyes are rolled back and you're swinging. So it shits me when you see a chick come in grabbing you or them pulling, pulling you back, rah, rah, and, you, and, and then you're just swinging. And if someone hits a chick, all of a sudden they're like, "He hit me!" Rah rah rah! And it's like that bloke didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He felt like he was just in a blue. He's fucking. Swinging for the hills, trying to get himself out of that situation. I just feel like in that situation where two blokes are in a fucking blue, you, as a woman, unless you're prepared to cop one from like a spray punch, you just need to just fucking get the fuck out of there. It's not even women. Like I've had blokes like grab me in situations and they've taken the only thing that I might have a chance with and chicken wing me and I can't defend myself. Oh, yeah, oh, here, here's the tip. And that's right? the, and that's what I'm saying about the holding hands thing yeah, with yeah, girls. Yeah. Girls grab no, that I arm going, stay away from it, and you're just getting three on the chin yeah, I get you. where you could be having your hands up. Yeah, I get you there. Because this is, the, this is a great point. If your mate is in a blue, right, and you want to stop it, grab the other cunt. Don't grab your mate because all you're doing is limiting your mate on what he can do. Yeah, I've actually only, seen it before. Yeah, or only grab him if he is about to end up in yeah, jail yeah, that's right. because he's yeah. going too well. Only grab him. Only grab if him he's if, going he's too the, well. if he's the he's only one. He's had enough. He's a- <laughs> Wait, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> he's had enough. I've seen that before, too. Yeah, that's but right. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, but that that's that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's good because I didn't really understand where you were coming from at first, but I, I know yeah. where you're coming from because I've seen a bloke grab his mate before and all that did was stop his mate from swinging and him getting just belted. And that's the same thing with yeah. a chick grabbing that the, yeah, that's the right. male-dominant hand or women's. Nah, I, hey, fellas, Luke here from uh, the forgotten land of South Australia. Um, <laughs> bit of a carry-on. I'll keep it uh, I'll keep it short, but... Uh, me and the Miso basically just pulled out of the uh, 
cinemas on a Monday night. It is eight o'clock. And uh, there's a whopping big car park. Now, I get that you want to be parked conveniently and in front of the entrance to the cinema. However, like I said, it's Monday night. There is fuck all people around. And we are parked, yes, in front of the door. We come out the door and there are two people. There are two other people in the car park and they are both parked either side of us. And that is a fucking carry Now, I know, Cam, you talk about fucking etiquette, and I'm a man who prides himself on good fucking etiquette. If there is no one else in the car park, at least give me a fucking car park space so I can get out my fucking car. Like, what's the point in giving yourself fuck all room and having to worry about the cunt next to you? If there's no one else around, just fucking give me a a park. There's no one else around, mate. So I'm a bit of a carry-on. Let me know. But uh, love your work, boys. Uh, Long-time listener. First time caller. Um, yeah, fucking thanks, Colin. That's a great carry-on. Love it. I love it. Today. I, bro, I will, I will dead set park. Like, I'm a big person to be able to go. Different story if it's just a crowded motherfucker and you've got to park where you are. But if I've got to walk an extra 40 metres just to park comfortably without any other fucking idiot around me, I'll park there and walk. I think, yeah, I've learned. It's like almost different cars, like um, work car today. I'd park that cunt anyway. I don't give a fuck. Yep. Club sport back in the day, I used to park a little bit away. Definitely wouldn't park next to the shops. Yep. Navarra, I'd probably park right next to the trolley rack. I don't give a fuck. It's got a ball bar on it. And good luck if I catch you. It's not, but uh, I. It's not really that thing for me. I don't. I don't even think about people hitting my car. It's more the convenience for me just to not deal with fucking retards. Like I just want to drive an extra twenty meters, pull into a car park, not have fuckheads trying to pull in and out, dart in and out, and fucking. You know, you know what I mean. Just just get out of the way. Get in. Get out. We're pretty know. lucky where we are. Yeah, we don't have to deal with Like, when you don't go down the coast, you just have to get what you get. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point as well. We don't really... You, we, yeah. we haven't got a big drum. We've got space. You can walk that 20, 50 metres. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. That's that's a good point. There you go. Hey, boys. Just um, letting you know I love your work. Uh, i got a bit of a yarn for Cheers, you. Cheers, bro. Try and make it quick. Out on site, it was shift change. Went to the pub after after me seven days. Fucking as you do, get on the piss. Anyway, boys decide they're going to stitch me up. Me being a fucking old uh, lactose intolerant, they were giving me the uh, burr cutters. Have you ever fucking seen them shots full of fucking milky shit? Anyway, pub shut. Fucking over at a mate's fucking camp, drinking piss. Fucking lo and behold, fucking old Munro here's got to go fucking have a shit. Anyway, sprinted off to the fucking toilet. Couldn't find the toilet. Long story short, I had to fucking back up to a fucking hedge. Fucking sprayed shit all through this hedge. Realised, fuck, how am I going to wipe my ass? Anyway, fucking went around to the fucking round the back of this camp, nice green lush turf. So here's old me doing the fucking wormy dog. 
across the lawn trying to wipe me out. <laughs> you again. Got caught. Got, uh, they, they see me on camera. They went in for breakfast at the pub. Every cunt laughing at me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a fucking stitch up and a carry on, I reckon. Yeah. Anyway, love your work, boys. See you later. The wormy dog. You would have been spewing. Ah, oh, like, I thought I was lactose intolerant. I think I've made myself lactose intolerant. I know, it's weird. I reckon I'm caffeine intolerant. Yeah. If I have too much caffeine, I'll be heading for the fucking porcelain. No, I, like, I reckon. But I can drink rum and, bra- and chocolate bragger that not many people can. I, That's like me little fucking mate, just... hidden drink I do. And I can gnaw. <laughs> Gnaw into a fucking chocolate bagger <laughs> and a bottle of rum, and you won't stop me. Gnaw, you know, just gnaw. But yeah, coffee, coffee in the morning. I'll just be fucking spraying. I need a locator toilet ten minutes later. I think it's yeah. I think I've made myself a bit like that. Like I, like I said, I, I think just... it's the anxiety you get from caffeine too. Like, well, I think it's the fact that I go. Well, what's the harm in me getting a lactose intolerant drink just in case? And then, when, and then, and then, because you're not used to drinking milk, it might just hit you in the fucking guts a bit harder. Yeah, and that lactose intolerant, um, you definitely don't need sugar with it because it's sweet. That lactose. Yeah, intolerant. you were saying that the other day. Oh well, I don't fucking drink sugar sweet. with any of my stuff. But yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah anyway, moving on. G'day, trendsetters. A friendly egg and bacon bloke here, Tasmanian correspondent. Okay. Just giving you a quick call and a bit of a fucking carry-on, a bit of a vegan fucking tail for you. Fucking, I took my queen out for brunch the other day, as you do, and I thought, fuck, I'm going to have some eggs and bacon. <laughs> so we go out to this fucking cafe and we fucking order in our stuff, and I said, oh, I'll get the eggs and bacon, thanks, champ. Anyway, he's like, oh, would you like the vegan option? And I said, well, would you like me to pay for fucking Monopoly money? <laughs> anyway, he gave me a bit of a fucking look. And I said, all right, champ. I said, how about this? I said, you answer me one question and I'll fucking order you a vegan option. I said, so fucking a rabbit, a horse and a cow are all on vegan diets and they all eat grass. And I said, and a rabbit does little fucking pebble-shaped part as a rock poos and a horse does big round clumpy poos. And a fucking cow does a big fucking sloppy fucking cow pat. I said, so if they're all on the fucking same diet, why do they all do different shits? And he's looked at me and he's gone, well, I I don't know. And I said, well, as soon as you don't know shit, I said, I'll have a fucking extra egg and an extra server bacon. All right, cheers, guys. I'll fucking say how to yourself. Great yarn. That is a great yarn. Vegan bacon. Even though he's a bit confused on the wording, he's yeah, fucking... Yeah. Hey, no, nah, but... Oi, he we, got a we, couple of fucking good vegan yarns I've got to give it get around him. I've got to give it to the bloke. We've established that we... See, I'm all about, right, if you and another bloke agree to disagree on something, I think that's fine. As long as you establish that, hey, right, eh? That's your views. This yeah, is my yeah, views. That's yeah. sweet. That's what we've done with eggs and bacon, yep. right? And we've accepted that he calls it eggs and bacon, even though we think it's wrong. He yep. thinks that what we say is wrong, but we've accepted that, and now he's just and telling a good old yarn. Toge- and we've come together. We've to come agree. together. We will accept now that he says that, even though we think it's wrong. And but we've accepted his yarn, and it was a great yarn. 
And if you have a beer, you're still paying each other out. Exactly right. We'll go down there one day and just be spraying him about egg and bacon. But, yeah. Love uh, it. Love it. Great yarn. Moving on. G'day, guys. Fucking Action Jackson. Booger Action. Following from a fucking carry-on from the weekend, mate. A fucking carry-on from the wife. And if this ain't a fucking carry-on, I'll eat my fucking hat. So we get invited over to the neighbour's back deck. He's just built a new back deck. Sweet as. It's his birthday. Invited over, the, the wife goes, oh, I'll be over a bit later. Sweet. No worries. So we're talking, having a chat. We end up talking about our neighbours in the in the area. Now, this neighbour, that neighbour, we live next to him, and there's another old lady that lives next to us. Quiet as. We're talking about her. And I start talking about the other neighbour. Hang on, keep going. Like, behind that old lady, saying, oh, mate, every time that ex comes and drops his, drops the kid off, they have a mad blue. <laughs> and the missus, how's this, the missus half-cut goes, oh, you should see it. You should see Jackson when he's when he hears a Barney. Oh, he turns everything off. He goes to the window and has a listen. And I'm just looking at her going, shut up. <laughs> Mum's had a few wines. You're fucking giving away your deepest, darkest. Like they, because she doesn't realise, even if her mate, the woman, you're thinking, oh, mate's thinking, looking at you going, he knows that gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're at the bathroom window, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you've Next time he looks out yelling, you'll just see a little earlobe. He'll peer over at that little window at the bathroom and see you just pressing against (laughs) Pressing against (laughs) Fogging it up. Pressed up. Yeah, what's that snail doing in the fucking window? (laughs) Great call there, action. Moving on. Hang on, we're we're on a bit of no noisy. Here we go. G'day, boys. Hanky Chief, a.k.a. Fastest Arse in Bacchus Marsh, bringing up with a bit of a carry-on. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say I uh, respect my elders and everything, uh, as you should. But old people pushing in line, pretending that they don't see you there, and then just carry on like they're the fucking, they're the next ones to get served, it absolutely pisses me off. Like, you'd be standing there patiently waiting to order wherever it is, Macca's, out of a hot box at a survey, whatever, and this old duck or old bloke will just waddle on in and they'll see you there, pretty much make eye contact and just shuffle past. And then uh, as they're about to order, then they'll turn to you and go, oh, sh- oh sorry, so- sorry, were you waiting? Yes, I was. <laughs> Fuck. I-, I just want to know at what age does it give them the right to just pretend like there's no one else around them? And also, Cambo, going back to the other week when you were talking about having the driving wank, I'm a bit of an advocate for that. And uh, the no-mess situation is posh wank. Chuck a dinger on, 
<laughs> do what you got to do. Tie a knot in it and throw the fucker out the window. You beauty. Stay well and truly out of yourselves, boys, and uh, I'll speed you after. Yeah, that's probably a great tactic, but I'll probably never use... Fuck that. But I've never used a fucking frang with the missus. So imagine getting caught with um, a rapper or something like that in your car, and she goes, What's, what the fuck's this all about? If I go, oh, Dale, just on the Bruce, and I was getting horny, and I bought a box of frangers to pull myself off. It feels shit. <laughs> it feels like, sh- it, it's not going to well, add up. It feels no shit enough rooting with a condom, let alone pulling with one. Yeah. What was the first half of that? Um, About the fucking old people. <laughs> oh, boat. pushing in line. Pushing I in reckon- line. When they are struggling to fucking stand up, I will offer an old person to be in front of me. If they were shaking to stand up like a leaf, but I've seen a few of them, like you're saying, just dart in the side. Yeah, yeah, no. And go a big fucking off apology, going, "Hey, no dementia today, no, 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 no. It's all good. Like if if that scenario, I just mean if there was a special scenario where you're in line, there's two or three years. And an old girl or an old boy comes waddling over and he's in yeah. his 90s, I will say, here, old fella, come in front of me. I reckon under 60, you can get to the back of the law. Under 60 with no underlying health issues, like as in no no Parkinson's, no sort of... No, no, under 60, I don't give a fuck what you got. <laughs> under 60, you're getting to the back of the line. <laughs> yeah, play on. Like yeah, that's yeah. our like that's around our parents' age at the moment. Yeah, yeah. They oh, know exactly what they're getting themselves into. Yeah, oh yeah. So if you get told to make fuck off. Make fuck off. That's yeah. right. Yeah, now play Sixty. Good oh, but yeah. there's still blokes that are just absolute killers. And chicks too at sixties. Like J A, she'd be high fifties now. Yeah. She you're still very, looks better than fucking most twenty. Big J A advocate. Yeah. I am, I am. All right, moving on. There's blokes that are fucking barefoot skiing at 83. Evening, blokes. Ball here, South it, Queensland. Um, I've got a few more employers, bit of carry-on. Now, Crocs. They're not Crocs, mate. They're, they're Quocs. They're fucking designer footwear. They are unbelievable. They're light as fuck. You put thongs on after wearing these things, and it's depressing. It's like walking around fucking bricks on your feet. They are unfucking believable. Now, you can walk in mud. No dramas at all. You walk in mud in a pair of fucking thongs, you walk straight out of your fucking thongs. Now, part two. Um, when you say pistol leader, you need to steady on a little, uh, steady on there a little bit. Um, it sort of comes out as pistol leader or pizzle leader. And now, when I hear pizzle leader... I think Gaza from down south here, the, the fag. Now, um, I've got a real graphic bloody mind here, so every time I think of something, I get an image in my head, and all I picture is a Freddie Mercury, Joel Creasy-looking motherfucker, and it creeps me out. Anyways, boys, uh, quacks, get them up, yeah. There you Uh... I just think, you know, I think we all realise that piss de liter and pistolita and all the all the works all sound sort it's of the same. It's probably my fuck up, I reckon, because I'd probably just yeah, just, yeah, blend it into just one, just blend it into one, yeah. But if you're a fan of the show and you know what's going on, you know what's going on, don't you? So it's your fault if you hear that as a whatever the fuck else. 
But I think in a lot of shit through this podcast, people won't understand their lingo. No, no, that's right. It takes it takes a fair bit, especially overseas listeners, which are starting to really grow. Especially because this episode is off the back of the last Friday one, so we are blinder than welders' dogs. So if we are starting to slur on a bit here, that's why. But you know, and I think because we both understand each other and our lingo, we've heard it for right. that many fucking years together. Exactly. People really struggle. I've translated you to other Aussies many a time. <laughs> that's right, England, <laughs> English. <laughs> Moving on. Hey, boys, love your shit. Just wanted to ask what you do. I've just moved away from fucking little old Melbourne, fucking out to Western Australia for a job. And fucking just wanted to see what you do for fucking having no mates around and doing all that shit. Fucking it's pretty hard not having anyone around and not having anyone to talk to. Love your shit. Bit of a carry-on. Fucking how much the fucking rollers, when you turn the vibrations on, I've never fucking had anything else that makes you want to take a shit more. Fuck me. Anyway, boys, keep it out of yourselves. Cheers. When you turn the rollers on. I think he's talking about like the road rollers, like the big big rollers. They must have a vibrator. I've never driven. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah, yeah. But man, when it when it comes to like what you're saying before, <laughs> I think what we've talked about before that sounds is like finding, a fresh start. Yeah, yeah, it does. And but I mean, like if you're, I've never really done that myself without a missus or without anything like that. Like when we went overseas, we were even with each other. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. We've never really done it by ourselves before. But like what we've tried to sort of say before is, you got to try and find something that you're passionate in or something that you have a genuine interest in. That you can go and give a crack, and I think that's where you're going to find your mates. If you're going to do things that you enjoy, the same interests, surely you're going to find someone there that values the same interests that you do, and that's that's where you're going to find someone. Whether it be sport, whether it be you know, I don't know, drinking piss, go to the bar and have a couple of chats to the lads at work. You might talk to a few blokes that are into similar things. I, I just think it all comes back to having something in your life that you are passionate about and interested in and you, you'll you find someone else that's into the same shit and then you'll find a mate. Like That's that's what it's all about. Here's the biggest challenge for you. I don't know if you've done it, Tom. Go out clubbing by your fucking self. I've done that in a few situations now. And I'll tell you what, the first one, it was hard, pretty much went home. This was like people were meant to go out with me in earlier days and never rocked, uh, never rocked up or shit went down or they stayed at the yardie and I said, I'm going out anyway. Mm. I'll know someone and didn't know anyone. And I remember in Thailand, I was with a certain Lockie and he didn't come out with yeah, me the yeah. last couple of nights. And I had some of the fucking greatest nights of my life because of – just had that experience, but see, that's where me and you come into where well, I think. Like, I think it's certain personalities as well. Yeah, yeah. But the, I'm like, but and the first time you're doing that, that is loose. Even if you are the most confident person, if you go out to a nightclub, a bar, and you go, it's just me at the bar. You look like a weirdo, or whatever, and you have to make friends. Yeah, or, yeah. 
Well, wait, Abby tells me this yarn still to this day. Me sister. Yeah. Shout out, Abby. And uh, she reckons she bumped into me a couple of years ago. She goes, she come in with all the friends or whatever, had no idea where I was out. She said she bumped into me in the middle of the Bowie's D floor. I was by myself. And she just goes, How? what the fuck? She goes, who are you with? And I went, I don't know. I was just by myself, just <laughs> sooling into it. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, but that's me and you. Oh, you I think that's You right. could have potentially been at the bar. But because that's our mindset now, from when you first go out, obviously you're with your friends and that. Yeah. But I think our mindset now of going out, when you're in that environment, you're just open to just having a good time. Like we said, that, that piss tolerance, we've probably had fucking 20. So you're just in there having a good time, sort of – just open to shit, having a good time with different people. You're not really searching to to know that someone's there all the time. Yeah, you're just there having yeah. a good time. Yeah, that's but right. It's, and that's yeah. what I found like in like like my perfect experience was in Thailand by myself. Yep. And I just meant heaps of good guys. Still talk to them today. Yeah. Like an odd text going, "How are you going?" or something like that. And I'm going, "This is crazy." I've never had those confidence if I didn't go reach out and just try. Yeah. So, good luck to you, mate. But yeah, that's yeah, right. Fucking you gotta, fucking, you gotta try and just try and find. If you're in, that's right. It comes back to hobbies. If you're into shooting, go into a shooting club. If you're into pigging, try hook up at the pubs with people that are Pe- people into, are into pigging. Into if that. you're into sorting, sorting, uh, certain sports, get into that. You got to find an interest outside of what you're doing for work. Yeah. Definitely. Fucking Moving on. How's this for a fucking carry on, boys? Walking down Smith Street Motorway, busting for a shit. So anyway, I was in a, a unruly state of mind. Thought it'd be funny to drop me jeans to me ankles and take a shit on the middle of Smith Street, watch a car run over it. Anyway, didn't squat quite enough. Shit straight in the bottom of my jeans. <laughs> Had to walk all the way home with pooey ass. Uh, next week. Walking around jobs sort of like a fucking crab. The old boys at work. The fuck's wrong with you, boy? Shit my pants. Congratulations, mate. You're a man now. Go on, you boys. <laughs> wow. I can't say I've ever just like just pooed in my pants and just rocked them still. I remember shitting in a wetsuit, fucking like in my <laughs> in my in my younger years. Yeah, yeah. Even here on the home dam, I think shit I in like, it. You're yeah. in it. Oh, like we we had the tinny over the other side of the dam or fishing or whatever, and um, I remember going, yeah, you got to get back, boys, fucking got to get back. Yeah. Got a bit on or something. And um, the tinny fucking up, couldn't get it started, get back over the dam. Oh, yeah. I'm like, right, I do I start running. Nah, the thing fired up and then conked out halfway through and then I had to swim to the other side of the dam and then go to the tort, and that was just too late. Just shitting it. Just shitting this dirty old little onesie fucking oh. wetsuit. I just peeled the cunt off and I've never seen the cunt again. Oh, wow. And I just walked up to the house naked <laughs> and just got another fucking pair of boardies and come back down. I'm just thinking if I was about to poo, I'd, wouldn't you peel it off and just spray her out in the water? Or you just like. No, no. but I thought like the boat would be going. Yeah, yeah. No, I then we it. got it and then it conked out again and. And you're just like, oh, I, right. I was already hanging on, like going, ah, oh, we'll be right. See if we can get one of these little perches. It's one of those things where once you let go of the first bit, you're like, I might as well just finish it off. 
Oh, yeah, and you let right. it go. It's like when you're holding your breath underwater and you have those three gulps. <laughs> <laughs> what have you drowned before? <laughs> no, no, like, you know, like trying to dive, like spearfishing and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. You had those three, what's the word, convulsing. Convulsing is probably the word. Like those that. three convulsings, and if you can get through that, you can probably hang on a bit longer next time in a static breath hold. Yep. But for the shitting game, she's a wild game, that one. Yeah, don't shit in wetsuits. If not, ditch that cunt, never pick it up again. And don't yeah. do it in a town pool. Do it in a dam where mud is. No cunt can see it. Fire chick one. Hey, go, fellas. Got a nickname and maybe a quick dad jack for you. Uh, work, work with a fella, work in the spray shop, decided to fill fucking a 20-litre drum out of a 60-litre drum of dinners. Anyway, it's a bit of a habitat, went for a walk, as you can imagine, 60 don't fit in the 20s, so there's fucking thinners everywhere. He's run over to turn it off, slipped halves over to tipping it, fucking covered in thinners. Most blokes reckon he end up with a fucking banger in his mouth. Other poo reckon he sparked the shovel. Anyway, drop burns like 30% of his body. He come good, come back to work, ended up with the nickname of Crispy. So, thought you might like that one. And a quick dad joke, why was six scared? Because seven, eight, nine. Have a good one, fellas. Crispy. That thing is, she fucking flammable. Shout out to Crispy. Crispy cream. <laughs> Good stuff, Crispy. Boys, Max Taxi here. Uh, fuck, or something's fucking bugging me. Tommy, you'll fucking agree. Caravaners. Mm. Now I'm a truck driver. I don't own a road and I don't own the fucking two ways. It fucking bugs me when I'm on Channel 40 talking to fucking... Yvonne's talking to fucking Alison behind her, saying they're only going to fucking fuel up if fuel's fucking cheap. Well, there's one fucking problem. Fuel ain't fucking cheap, Yvonne. Then she goes and continues to ask her, well, do you know if fuel's any cheaper in the next town or not? How is she fucking, you know, Yvonne? She's fucking behind you, you dumb cunt. Fucking, just a no- they have a 10-minute conversation on Channel 40. Mm. Fuck off. Go down one or fucking call her. And they carry on about how John's got to get out because his fucking knee's playing up again. And Arthur's fucking blood pressure tablets are on the fucking blink. Fucking John's me gear, fellas. Anyway, stay out of yourselves. Be good. Love the potty. You do good things. See you later. Oh, I, I agree 100% there because, like, we've done a few trips up north, like where you're in two or three different cruises and that, and you'll pick a random station. Like, you'll go 13 or 17 or, or 20 fucking three. You know, you're not going 40, man. That's the truck. Like, every cunt knows. Channel 40, that's the truckies. Let them be. Let them fucking go. You might maybe, like, call me out here if I'm fucking wrong here, truckies, because, like, we're starting to learn a few things about how you boys operate. I respect you. Like, every now and again, if you're, if you're cruising up north or whatever, you might even jump on there and say, hey, boys, fucking... Is there any old flash for caches or any dramas heading up north between Rocky and whatever? And you might throw a yarn out there. If you get something back, you do. If you don't, you don't. You get the fuck off, you know? Yeah. That's how I sort of see that. And then you might go 17. You might talk to the three utes and you might go, right, we're going channel 17 and we'll be able to talk to each other and we're not annoying anyone. Yeah, yeah. I I respect the caravans. Like I know a few people go channel 40 and they'll have their nickname or whatever the caravan is. And go not Channel Forty, but these people had that I'm talking about. Yeah, right. okay. Channel Channel Forty. You, say you're a truck driver. Channel Forty, 
whatever the name is, hey, mate, am I right to come around you? You know you got them. Like, can you slow down? I'm going to try to get past you. But my, my, That's respect. I my think, yeah, but don't be on Channel 40. No, I reckon they're silent. They're not talking. Like, But why do the, the truckies channel. have to hear some other bloke talking to a caravan about coming past? Be on Channel not 40. Channel 40 is the truckie. Well, no, no, I'm just saying, like, if they're dead silent, this is what they are. If they want to get onto them, they know they're right on Channel 40 because on the back of that yeah, caravan. Yeah, I know that. But what I'm saying is why the fuck are they on Channel 40? Because one of the main trucking channels, as you're heading down there, fucking Bruce. Are they the East Coast. like? Well, why the fuck are they listening to every other? Like, if you're with a couple of other people, that's all good. Yeah, you shouldn't be. My talk- thing is, you shouldn't be having a yarn. It's just like mining. Wash plants when we'd have to go up and work a crusher on a loader. Yeah. And we hear mining. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear from you. That's I want to listen to any podcast. I don't want to hear any cunt. That it's like even when I call you and I hear some cunt in a haul truck. Yeah. Back when I when I was in a mine. I, I can't say it to you, but I feel like saying, just turn the fucking cunt off. Yeah, you yeah. can't do it, but, but back in my situation, I could say, I'll just turn that cunt off. I don't want to hear from them. They're nothing to do with me. Yeah. If some truck's coming but on the fucking. So this is, this is my pad, thing about it I'll is. I'll talk to you. I reckon that's prime having a way to contact them on the back of their caravan. But why the fuck do they, apart from being old eavesdroppers, why the fuck do they need to be on Channel 40 driving their caravan along the road? Why can't they be on Channel 28 and say, contact us on Channel 28 to get around us? Yeah. Because then you, you're but blocking up might, the truckies channel. But they might be just be silent cunts that are doing 130 with a caravan with a fucking ram behind it. And um, they've got no dramas. If you want to contact us, just hit the button. You're already on Channel 40. Yeah, just pass us by. I just reckon be on an... Be on it unless you're you reckon a, just be on not the trucky channel. Yeah, even if, if you've got a caravan, don't be on the trucky channel. That's well, call me out if I'm wrong, but I feel like the truckies. If you want to get onto a truck, get on channel forty. Contact the truck. I I reckon that's a great way for caravans to be able to be contacted. Put a thing on your back, but I just reckon don't get on the truckies channel. They got enough going on on their own channel. Yeah, there's I, fucking thirty nine other channels. I respect that, but I also see. People, I'd probably put Channel Forty. Would you? I I reckon because I'd just make me own. So that way, I would, like you're why, not going to hear, you're not gonna other... hear me. I'm never going to talk to some cunt, and I'd probably have the radio down too. Yeah. Why does every other truckie have to hear your yarn though? But they shouldn't be yarning. But but, but I mean, why do they have to hear you? You saying there's thirty nine other channels. Why do you have to be on Channel 40 just to say, hey, Beatrice, can I get around you? You could be on Channel 27. No other cunt has to hear it, and you go around. Other than the truckies have to go, hey, but copy Beatrice, can I come around? You know? I don't know. It doesn't really matter, but I just mean, I just don't think the truckies have to hear you fucking going around Beatrice when there's 39 other channels that they can pick. Yeah, I get that part too, but oh, I don't know. Anyway. I can just put the fucking whatever channel you're on. But it is a good it is a good point though, having having that on the back of your caravan for people to contact you, especially to go, Hey Beatrice, speed the fuck up. You're going eighty. That's right. And it's almost <laughs> confidence from them too. You can contact them on a channel. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I I guarantee you I probably won't have a fucking channel if I've a caravan. No. I don't give a fuck who you are. I'd be going a hundred anyway. But yeah. Well, you'd hope so. 
Well, I would not tow. After the lip I've given on this show. <laughs> Imagine how I would call you not, at 95. I would not 100. tow a van under a fucking hundred on the highway. I could bet my life on it. I've lipped up about it that much. I would just do the speed limit. Even if the weather conditions. Do the speed limit, bruh. Varied. I... If I oh, would yeah, go, you couldn't now, yeah. If yeah. I would go slower in my ute with nothing on it, I'd go slower in a van. You, obviously, road conditions and that. But, I mean, if I would go 100 in my car on that road, I would go 100 in a van because that's what I've just preached and carried on about the whole time. Yeah. On it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Howdy, man. Dildo here from North Queenland. Uh, just want to run one past you. Drive through bottle etiquette. Are you the sort of bloke that parks up, jumps out, quickly pays, grab what you want? Or are you the sort of bloke that gets old mate, come up to the window, chuck her in the back, yeah, mate, just brings the car machine up to the window? Yeah, just wondering how you guys do it. And also, if you are in the bottle and you can see someone still getting your card out of the fridge, and you are not at the front of the queue, go and pull your fucking car forward so the rest of us can fit in. Cheers, guys. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Well, there's not really many, like where I am anyway, there's not really that many um, drive-throughs that are like that. Like a lot of the drive-throughs that I've been to, you still have to get out every time. Like yeah, Agnes yeah. and that. That old mate just stays at his booth, so yeah, you're yeah. parking up wherever you can park, like, go in. But my biggest thing, if you're going to a drive-thru, in your head know what you are getting when you're going. So you're out, grab your piss, pay for it, get in. You don't want to be just like, mm, like arming and iron, picking all different shit out because you could fuck a whole. That's why I think there should be two lanes, and most of them are. Mm. But, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Like, if they're not going to leave the booth, I'll fuck their day. I'll park wherever I want, go get what I want. Yeah. But if they're on the money, they know there's a hold up, it's peak hour, it's 5.30, blokes are knocking, they should be out there going, what do you want, mate? Yeah, yeah. And I see that too. Like people, like RG's here locally, they'll pop out, what do you need, mate? Oh, sorry, mate, I'm going to park up to the side, I'm going to go get a bottle of rum, a bag of ice and a Coke and um, have a look at some jerky. Yeah. Most of them are pretty good. I think yeah. it's just all communication peak out. But, but I definitely think if you're oh, there's if you that know you're going to a bottle pull up at the back and everyone's going to go around them. If you know you're going to a bottle o, fucking, if you know you're going to a bottle o, not, sort of have an idea in your head what you're going to what pick you're up. after. That's yeah, right. that's right. And that's yeah. fuel station etiquette as well. Everything, yeah. And that's what you need to teach your kids too. If you've got kids that are learners right now, is don't fuck around at a servo either. 100%. That's... No, Definitely. I think we fucking, yeah, definitely that is a good one. Yeah, g'day, blokes. It's just Reese from Penrith area there. Got a bit of a carry-on for you. Listening to the Wednesday Wobblies. I uh, uh, used to be in the Navy, and uh, we were out on patrol. It was about 6.30 at night, no no boardings were planned, and I uh, thought I'd hook into some dinner. I ate a bit too much. Ten o'clock comes, hands the boarding stations. Well, fucking hell, it's action time. It's go time. Got kitted up. 
halfway through the boarding, been on there about eight hours, fucking gut starts cramping up. Well, fucking hello. I'm on a fucking Somalian pirate fucking vessel <laughs> in all my gear, vest, pistol, fucking everything. Need a shit. Well, off the back of this fucking bow, they had a little circle hole cut in the back of the balcony. Oh. I had to undo my whole kit and caboodle and fucking lay some cable straight off the back of this shit. Oh. And all they had was bloody water to wipe me off. The next seven hours in that boarding was the most fucking uncomfortable vinegar sweat dripping down the arse. Anyway, blokes, stay out of yourself. Take care. That's drama, isn't it? Having a shit off the back of a Somalian pirate ship. Yeah. And then only having water to splash your dook with. Yeah, it's like you should have like a 10-pack of wet wipes or something for those emergencies. Mm. Well, I suppose he's not. It wouldn't have to be used to doing that. From then onwards, he might have. Who fucking knows? Moving on. Hey, fellas. Concrete car and cowboy here, fellas. Mate, just listen to my giving a rant about the old concrete truck drivers, mate. I am a concrete truck driver, and I will outdrive any cunt out there on the road today. I will put fucking trucks in backyards. I'll put concrete fucking anywhere. Alright, fellas, love what you're doing. Love listening to the podcast. Talk to you soon, mate. Very calm, uh, considering the call out that the concrete truck drivers did get the other week. I think Egg and Bacon fairly gave him a fair roasting, so he was very calm and collected yeah. for what he copped the other day. Because I remember the yarn that came out of him. Yeah, yeah, bit yeah. aggressive. <laughs> yeah. So. Like I said, I can't comment on them. I, I haven't, I haven't dealt with them, so I can't just sit here and go, <clears throat> they are or aren't weapons. You know what I mean? I've but. dealt with one, hmm. and um, anyway, he wasn't happy that we didn't have a concrete pump, and he had to be there for a little bit longer. That's right. Well, that's where you had to haul those. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I went end up having a heart attack. Couple of weeks, but later. I suppose that has nothing to do with our mate's driving skills nor his skill or ability to. Operate that truck. So. No. No. Yeah, anyway, good work, brother. And that's why I'm t- having another shot right now, so he's going to just enjoy this. That's right. Cheers, mate. Because I'm talking shit. Mm. Up the sour on. grape. Sour grape has been... Hey, fellas, I've got a bit of a carry-on for you. Been here in New South Wales. Just want to say I'm loving the podcast so far. Been listening to it. Um, just going back to the start, and I'm on episode three, and uh, I just heard you say about the disabled car parks and what you're required to be qualified as disabled. The missus back in 2017 had a stroke, but our daughter was born three months premature because of it. Anyway, we went to Centrelink there and uh, applied for disability pension, and lo and behold, having survived a stroke was not one of the reasons. Anxiety was on there, just about every other fucking thing else, but not not having a stroke survivor. So in the end, I'm pretty sure we just put down his brain injury. That was the closest thing we could get, or I can't remember now. It was a a fair while ago. I've slept since then. But anyway, just want to say as well to some of you blokes out there, I've heard some stories on the stroke pages that... uh, you know, a lot of blokes end up leaving their missus 
because uh, they end up having a, something wrong with them, medical episode or whatever. You know, I've stuck with her the whole time. And uh, I just reckon if you're going to leave because they've had some sort of something medically gone wrong with them, maybe leak is piss. Uh, just sort of stay with them and things will get better over time. But uh, anyway, stay ahead of yourselves. Yeah, mate. Like, for better or for worse. Yeah, that's right. There's like, um, so many movies you'll see and you're sitting down with your missus. And that's a lot of topics with me and my missus. And um, the other day when old mate had the broken neck and stuff from footy on a current affair and the missus stood by him and had the kids and all that, and you'd always have that topic with your partner going, what do you, you reckon you'd stick around? Or how do you go in that situation? And obviously mate. you're both sort of communicating. Ours has all been positive so far, but you never know in those situations. I think... How we are, I can personally say I would stick around because I couldn't. Face, I couldn't fucking. I couldn't live. face. I, couldn't I could face not live with myself. No matter even. No matter if it was nothing to do with that injury, right? Yeah. I would not be able to live with myself for even anyone even thinking that I did that because of any other reason. Or walked even away if, because yeah, I would one hundred percent if my missus today had a fucking spinal injury where she was paralysed from the neck down, I would be by her side till the fucking day she dies because that is just who I am. Yeah. You know, I just feel like imagine being going, yeah, look, it's not really working out, bang, and she's got fucking, like, I, I don't know. I just couldn't do it. I, no. I personally, the way my brain works, even if I thought, I think hey, it- we aren't meant to be together, I could not live with that. No, no, that's right. That's right. Other people can. Other people can go, oh, well, it's not really, you know, there's no point at fucking my life too. But I just feel like imagine if I was in that situation. I would you hope that my missus, yeah. I would hope that my missus goes, hey, you hey. know, I'm with you. That's a very loose topic because say it was the opposite fucking way, loose. like I'm fucked up. My missus, um, I can't. Um, I'll be there for her and I can still talk caring wise, but I can't sexually please her. Mm. Like, that's a loose whole subject there. You just sit like, in the you corner just, and watch her just sit, go nuts. Oh, no, well, that's right. Like, you, it's, there's a, a lot cuckold. of <laughs> cuckold. Oh, <laughs> fuck me. Like, eh, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> you just get the old reciprocating saw you control with your tongue. Oh. Yeah, but that's right. You know, it's like, well, obviously, she's ducking out for a few hours. You're probably going to know she needs... To get the groceries and a lick. Well, that's right. And ha- and that's that's yeah. that's heavy. No, that it is. is fucking all, heavy. All, like, that is heavy in those a, situations. There's a lot to go into that, but all I'm saying is I would 100%, if something ever happened to my missus, I'd be like, I'm committed all in. That's Yeah, that's right. Because I think we're, we're I, pretty right. We're... We're built like, um, like not yeah, built. We're right, raised like raised that. Right. Raised right. right, but there's some loose situations. It'd be fucking hard, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be yeah. fucking hard. But there's different situations too. Old love could have been drink driving, already fucking being with someone in the car that she wasn't meant to be with, a different partner. I'm just saying a girl version, or mm. this could be a boy version. You're with some chick that you weren't meant to be with. Or yeah. something like that, and then it all know. happens, and see you later, it, take heaps. the kids, all the best. I don't know. It's fucking, it's a hard one to go through, but yeah. 
I just feel like if you're with someone, you're with them for good or for nothing. Like, you know? Yeah. You don't just go, oh, you don't really suit me right now, bye, even though they're fucked. Because you've got to think of you in that same position and hope for that. Like, yeah, that's right. Every situation is different. Yeah. Right. Ah, gentlemen, it's the smoked out sniper here. <laughs> I'm just fucking calling. I've got myself smoked in a pickle, boys. Firstly, I'd like to say, fucking love what you're doing. I'm a young dad, uh, young family, young business owner. And I'll tell you what, you boys make it fucking enjoyable to go to work. Put you cunts on, have a laugh, and uh, talk about some real shit that is good. Anyway, back to me fucking issue. I don't know if you guys have ever had much experience with fucking spirits, but uh, me and me, Miss have been going through a bit of a hard patch, a bit of a rough trot at the moment. We had a bit of a dust up yesterday, and fucking, she goes, I'm going for a walk. I'm like, all right, I'll go do some book work. I went and sat in the office. And uh, about half an hour later, she must have got home and fucking all of a sudden smells like a morgue. Smells like a fucking crematorium. She's walking around the fucking house mumbling fucking... Burning fucking sage, boys. She's doing a bloody cleanse. She's cleansing the house with sage and fucking candles. I thought you had a point. I don't know about you, boys, but that seems like a bit of a fucking carry-on to me. Have you ever had any experience with fucking... Sage, mate. I don't know. I don't know. Just, uh, I just feel like it is not a, uh, a a regular way to go about having your issues. You know, sort your fucking problems out. Grab the cunt's head on, tackle them. You don't fucking ask the spirits for help. Fuck. Anyway, girl, I hope you uh, hope you got some kind of advice, boys, because uh, it's a real fucking head scratcher and it makes me pretty uncomfortable. Love you, boys. Catch. Love you, bro. I want to steer it on to you. You hit me with what you think right now because I've got a, I've got my own little. No, I've got yeah. really, I've really got fuck all because fuck all. because if some guns burning a plant around around the house, I said they got more problems, and that's probably your problem. Right, this is my thing, right? You, so I'm picturing. We've ba- we've paid for this joint. We've put our whole life savings into this thing. We've bought it, right? We've bought the place. So we're a gay couple right now. Is this what you're saying? Me and you are the gay yeah, couple. Yeah, you're yeah, the bottom. Yeah. I'm the top. We've oh, fucking yeah, bought a joint. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, the supporter. But yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> me and you, we're a couple. We've bought a joint, okay? We've put our whole life savings into it. Yes. We're pumped with it. We can't. We fucking love it. We love it. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, yeah, <laughs> we love this joint. So we've moved in, everything's working well, it's haunted. Now everything oh, we do, wow. everything we do, we're like, what the fuck's going on? Like, we're seeing this shit, everything's moving, we're, we're fucking struggling with it, we can't handle it. We've tried every single option, right, to, to try and just get over it. The last thing is burning some sage. Oh, you'd be trying everything. I'd burn point. some sage. Yeah, at that point. At that point. Because this you is know, what I'm getting at, though. That's the only time I would. When I've explored all other options, I I can't handle it anymore. I've seen this thing. Please just try and help me. And I might suggest burning sage. I'd burn some sage. But in saying that, if I had a blue with me missus, and, sh- and I come home and she was burning sage, sage I'd say... What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be asking some <laughs> You'd questions. You'd be going, darling, what's doing? Like, what are you doing? 
You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, I, that's right. I can fully understand taking every measure possible to try and sort a situation out because once you commit to those things and you buy a place and that, it's not like it's just easy to go, oh, this is not really working. I Let's think the go. haunted thing, that's huge. You probably introduced a bit of uh, sage, but yeah, it yeah, usually just blue. Yeah, you just happen to stink. Happen to have it out there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. ain't burning sage. <laughs> yeah, burn sage to get rid of spirits yeah. or something. Yeah, burn some windy green and chill the fuck out. Yeah, that's, that's right. True. Instead of sage, swap that with fucking windy green. If it suits you. Yeah. If it doesn't make you anxious. <laughs> All right. Moving on from sage. I think second last one, this one. Yeah, lads. Look here, mate. Um, up to episode 41. I just come home, the old girl and kids here. The fucking eldest kid has just sat here and said that he's going to be Pumpy's mum. <laughs> so we're going to have to sort the bloke out. Right, I catch her. He's going to pump his mum. Yeah, me pump his mum. Mum, oh. <laughs> so the dad's coming out. Boys, he's you're just, fucking. You're... This young fella's just told his mum that he's going to yeah, be Pumper. Ah. Oh. He must Heck. tune in. Heck. I hope he yabby pumps her with kisses on the cheek. That's right. Yabby pump your mum with kisses on with the cheek. With love, with love. Boy, do you know what I was thinking? Or the... yabby pump her with yabbies and go get some whiting. Do you know what I was thinking the other day? Do you know how we give a lot of New South Wales bloke shit, right? We say their dad kisses. Mm. What about the New South Wales women? Because we can't discriminate. Are they mum kisses? Like... Do we then, if our audience grows, we've got a heap of New South Wales women, as we've had a few message in lately. Next year, do we address the audience of New South Welshmen when it comes to origin time as mum and dad kisses? Or do we just say dad kisses, the women are okay? No, I reckon it even comes down to the women. Like, you obviously kiss your dad inappropriately. No, but I mean, like, do they kiss their mum? Because they're, like, we say dad kisses. No, I think, like, I, it just comes, the women. They just, also kiss their dad. Yeah, inappropriately. <laughs> like, it's not a peck. It's like, you just, Bit of you're, tongue. You're, they're all dad kisses. Like, you're, you're lingering yeah, around yeah, the yeah, lips. Yeah, stop passing your dad. So blokes are just, just pecking their dad on the lips and the and the women, women are lingering. Like, tongue darting. Lingering. Daddy. So you're lingering, lingering on the lips. Mm. So blokes pecking, not good. Women lingering, not good. Not good. Right You're right. all dad kisses. <laughs> I like it. Well, I, I think this is the last if one. Not, <laughs> come back at us. Come back at us hard. Hey, boys. Lukey here. Just thought I'd give you a ring and uh, prompt a topic of conversation. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, i got a little story about my younger brother. When he was an apprentice, they used to have to do the smoko run. So they'd send him down the shop. And one day he got down there, and his tradesman rung up and left an order under Bamale, two burgers, one, one large chips and chicken salt. The lady at the counter says, oh, do you mind spelling that out for us so I can get it right for when we call it out? And they said, yeah, mate, it's no worries. Um, B-U-M-H-O-L-E, Bamale. <laughs> yeah, no worries. That should be 10 minutes. So they send the young, yeah. the young fellow down there. <clears throat> A um, couple of minutes later, half hour later, he's sitting in the front. He's only a couple of weeks on the job. Next to me, here's the old bird yell out, order for bumhole, but two burgers, one chips and chicken salt for bumhole. <laughs> and he's had to sit there and pick <clears throat> pick up his courage, go up to the counter and say, yeah, mate, yeah, I'm bumhole, please. 
Anyway, lads, just thought you might start a conversation about the best prank calls for pizza orders, etc. Keep up the good work, fellas. Stay out of each other. See ya. Beautiful. I love that sort of shit. Oh, yeah. I love it. We used to ring up me and Hayden Coy. We used to ring up ordering pizzas for fucking, like, I think we said Mike Hunt was a few times. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Hunt. We fucking rang up for him one day, and I remember we went down into Domino's, and we were waiting. We saw him on the screen. We were like, we're waiting for him to be called out. And then this, this chick, I think, can't remember if it was a chick or a bloke, but come up to the front, she's like, yeah, Mike, Mike Hunt, are you here, Mike Hunt? And we're just like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, he's really funny. <laughs> and then we just grabbed the pizza I mean, that one and we're more. thinking, yes, we are. You literally just screamed out Mike Hunt yeah. and just took off. <laughs> ben Dover, another good one. Good Ben Dover, yeah. Ken yeah. Oath, love a good Ken Oath. What was the wanking one? Um, <sighs> I don't know. I just remember the old pizza one when you ring him up and go, hey, do you take away? He goes, yeah, it was 10 minus 7. He goes, actually, I'll get a large of meat lovers. <laughs> Beautiful. That is good. <clears throat> right, hey, I think that I think that was the last one of our fucking carry-ons here. Thanks for everyone for getting involved. Um, there's still a heap, you know, heap, heap to go that we haven't got to yet, so... Thanks for ringing up and, and getting amongst it. Like we said, we are literally on our way right now. If you are listening on Wednesday when this comes out, we are on our way down to Bris Vegas. Got a few parties lined up Wednesday. Got the BBB lads, after party. Got a few other lads on the Thursday. You know, hopefully everything works out and Every happens. down that way. Well, if you see us, yell out. Yeah, that's right. I'm sure you're going to see us around Bris Vegas or the coast over those uh, over that weekend. This weekend coming up, so let's have sure a schooner, let's have a tin, let's have a shot, let's do whatever you want to do. Oi, put it this way: we're not turning down free piss. So, that's right. Come say and it's a bucks face. So bring whatever you got. That's right. If you see Cam's dot flaring, which you will on a Friday night, <laughs> if you see little whities <laughs> flaring in the air. Yeah, Come keep and, uh, clear of them. Give them, <laughs> give them a good smack. Make <laughs> no. them red instead of white. <laughs> nah, all good. Thanks all the everyone. best, legends. Yeah, Thank you. Fucking oh. Thanks, everyone, for getting amongst it. As per usual, stay out of each other. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.